As you may or may not know, this podcast episode is coming to you a day late because we had some serious, the worst technical difficulties we've had since we moved in here and have had this new setup. Yeah. For about four and a half months right now. So should I? It was brand new. Brand new thing never happened before. So should I just explain what happened? Yeah. So we have this Rodecaster Pro. It's my switcher here that does the sound effects and the audio levels and records the audio, which we record separately from the camera. Because if you hear camera audio the whole time, it's going to sound like shit. Uh, It's going to sound like a vlog. (laughs) You'll actually hear exactly how that sounds here in a little bit. Um, So what happened was when we were done recording, we did press record. We have camera video, footage. Video proof. Yeah, we have proof of me pressing the, record. The button turn, changing colors to red. Um, when we stopped recording, I took the SD card out, the micro SD, put it in its its uh, female counterpart. It did the little thing. Little pouch. Yeah, little kangaroo pouch. And put it in the computer. And when I put it in the computer, ready to edit, the files were not there. The audio files were not there. I said, where were the files? Where were the files? <laughs> where are the emails? Stolen. Stolen. <laughs> um, so after And I had that, a panic attack. You did. I felt sick to my stomach. Absolutely disgusted. I downloaded a virus on my computer that just so I could try to recover the files. Where oh, were they? Where are the files? <laughs> that website that he gave you gave you a virus? Probably. Jesus Christ. Nah, I think I'm safe. Yeah, Shout out JC for trying to help. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe I just I only thing we, I can think of is that the SD card got like corrupt or something. We had a lot of daddies on the ground trying to figure this out for us. Did. So I appreciate that. But it was to no avail, unfortunately. So you're gonna hear I'm very embarrassed. If this is the first time you're listening to a podcast episode, I actually don't want you to listen. I want you to just hold off until next week. Um I don't want this to be the first impression because we can do a lot better, and we will do a lot better from here on out. Uh, I think they'll understand. It's not our first audio issue in the history of Dun and Drew. Like you said yesterday, it might be a little nostalgic. Yeah. It'll sound is, like we sounded our first episode when like, we first moved in here. Like if you listen to episode 200 and how we started that episode in our intro, it's going to sound how this episode is going to sound. So it's like a little Dun and Drew throwback. It's giving you... Different things while we're here in Jacksonville. A John Gruden heavy episode too. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping he's still in the news cycle. It was uh I think he will be for the week until uh, this NFL Sunday gets going. He'll only be talked about really, you know, in prime time and stuff because we haven't got there yet. But um fuck was I saying? I don't know, but you're high, so Yeah, I'm pretty fucking blazed right now. <laughs> What's that for? I, I had something to say though. Fuck. Oh, I'm glad we recovered the voicemails because there were some good ones. Wow. And a lot of people uh, were talking about the fucking Astros. So I'm excited to hear like someone that hates the Astros listening to this pod tweet us and be like, fuck the Astros. I love that shit. There's rivalries. (laughs) I don't know how this audio, how this podcast is going to sound in your car. The bass may be like crazy stupid. Just because the audio is just, the quality is just shit. So hang in there. There's If you do hang in, there's some good jokes. I hope you're able to hear them, um, mainly from me. Um, I hope you're able to hear them because I do talk sometimes a little quietly when I tell my little jokes, my little side 
side remarks yeah. that Eric doesn't always hear. <laughs> Which we can because we have the mics. So that's why it may not pick up in the camera. But I guess that's enough of I'm kind of just trying to talk just so you get a lot of like crystal clear <laughs> audio. You want to do it? Give them a Christmas song. You just want to sing for them real quick. <laughs> I have been singing, haven't I? Yeah, I've been. Have yourself a oh, ma- very merry Christmas. No, it's just merry. Merry Christmas. No. He doesn't say have a very merry. Yes, he does. Ha- I shouldn't even. All right, so here's your version. This is what you think it is. Have yourself a merry Christmas. <laughs> merry little Christmas. Oh. Maybe that's where I maybe I said very Merry Christmas. Very <laughs> Merry. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's not what he said. <laughs> that's so why we he, fucked up at the beginning. So you saying is Merry Little Christmas. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. What's the next part? I don't know. I'm not Let the top five Christmas songs, but just wanted to sing with you. Baby is cold outside. All right, you guys should uh Nat King Cole, give me a Nat King Cole song. A what? Do you, Nat King Cole? No. Like the black Michael Buble? No, don't know. Oh, my oh, God. Michael Buble. I know some Michael I'm putting Buble. on Nat King Cole this holiday season. I'll put Andy on. Dun, 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 dun. All right. I'm just stalling. All right. Here's uh, the enjoy episode. episode 207 and John Gruden talk. Thank you guys for understanding. We love you. 394 days ago on Dunninger. This is called... Win, win a game, win a shot. If your football team wins uh, the week, you take a shot. Let's go. We're one to know. Cheers. I got Jameson. So it's been. I thought you were rolling the intro in after that. Nah. <laughs> it, I would have. <clears throat> I would have if it's. What was that? Nothing. Don't worry about noises. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> How about smells? Oh yeah, that's a stanker. Yeah. Um. I was going to roll the intro, but it didn't really flow well. I just wanted to let you guys know, ever since we did that win a game, win a shot, last year when we were doing the Zoom pods, haven't won since. Haven't won since. So, <laughs> we were really happy. So you think we're sober because of it. But no, we actually are, have been drinking. We may have been drinking more. Um, what's up? I'm back from Vegas. Wow. Hey, I ain't, been, I ain't been to Vegas since 2014. But What did you do in 2014 there? I was at a Vine party oh, at Mike Tyson Old Mansion. Because the voicemails are rolling in. You're still... Should we just answer it? Or just hang up and let them leave a voicemail? Can you put on Do Not Disturb? No, because then it won't go to voicemail. I'll just hang up. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, back from Vegas. Was there for Chip's bachelor party. Two and a half days. Actually, Friday, Saturday. So three and a half days. Was there three nights. That's all you need in Vegas. I was uh, pretty beat down by night two. Uh, but what a great weekend of football, a great weekend of football to watch in Vegas, in sportsbooks, in casinos, great college games. NFL's taking shape. We're week six now. Gruden's out of here. What a shock there out of nowhere. We're getting close to watching full baseball games in the dad household here. And hockey regular season starts tonight with Mike Kraken at 10 p.m. on ESPN with their new contract with the league. So... We're here, man. It's fall. We got pumpkin, uh, what is it? Pumpkin pancakes? Pumpkin pancake candle here on the table. Yeah, a fall candle. You you know what I did when you were gone? I had a night where I played Christmas music on the TV, Mm. lit that candle, and cleaned. 
wow, you're fucking ready. You probably but, can tell that I clean, but I, I, I can't. I saw, I noticed some shit moved over there in the yeah. corner, but that's all I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so the dishes washed. Mm, yes. But that's all I noticed. But yes, full football scent right now. Welcome to episode 207 of Dun and Drew, not that we're keeping count. Eric, how was your weekend in Vegas? Oh my god. Ch uh, Chips, bachelor party. Yeah, bachelor in quote, or party in quotations there. Um, I will get into way more detail about the chip activities on the Patreon later, but my Sunday at the Raiders game was pretty fun. I So most of the people in the bachelor party were checking out of the Airbnb on Sunday. But I and flying out Sunday was like, nah, I got to stay an extra night in Vegas. I ain't been there in seven years. I got to go to Legion Stadium. Y'all know I got this stadium bucket list. So Sunday morning, we check out the Airbnb. Everyone's leaving, doing their own thing. One of the guys in his wedding party actually was going to the game as well. So he came with me to my hotel. We dropped our bags off. There was a room available at 8 a.m., which I was happy about. So we had a place to put our bags. We... Uh, Raiders are like one of two teams in the NFL that requires vaccinations. So we had to get those approved before the game because our clear app wasn't working. So they had an alternate screening process so you could get your Vax card uh, authenticated. So it's all digital for Raiders and Seahawks. Like you had to go in the clear app and set up a profile and shit, but it wasn't working for us. So we had to find the location to go do this before the game and the line was pretty long when we got there like 9 30 in the morning but it was a very smooth process they gave out a purple wristband for fully vaccinated people and a teal wristband for partially vaccinated people and they said the partially vaccinated people had to wear a mask in the stadium uh. so none of that made sense because i was like what, what are the teal wristbands for and they were like it's for partially vaccinated people i was like okay so you got half the stadium wearing a mask half of them not I don't understand the logic with any of this, but well, only one vax, and you're less immune. In a in a packed stadium, does it really matter? Probably not. Exactly, that's the point there. Anyway, after we finished clearing up our vaccination cards, we walk over to the closest casino. Um, just just a little walk over the overpass, and you're right there on Las Vegas Boulevard. So we uh, went to a sports book to watch the 10 a.m. games. Pacific time. That's when they kick off out there. Um, Were you drinking? Yeah. Time. Yeah. Good. Because it was 1 p.m. body time. Mm -hmm. So I had, you know, a couple crowns, a couple beers while we were watching the 1 p.m. games. Um, I was watching the Jags game on one of the little TVs. They had every 1, 1 p.m. game on, uh, except the Saints one, but whatever. Uh, so I left the sports because time was creeping up on me. I was looking at the clock. I was like, damn, it's almost fucking 1 p.m. The Raiders game started at Oh, wait. Yeah, Raiders game started at 4.05 p.m. Pacific time. So I was like, damn. No. Yeah, so it started at 4.05 here. What did time did you just say? 1.05. Okay. So I looked at my clock. It was noon. I was like, damn, we got to go. So I waited one more drive. And it was the drive for the Jags game. It was the drive that Derrick Henry scored. Yeah. 
And I texted Andy, I was like, you leaving? He said, yep. <laughs> so we both left our venues at the same time and I was on my way to grab some more drinks on the walk to the stadium and go to Allegiant Stadium. Um, the stadium was underwhelming. I was telling Andrew that. I was expecting more, I guess, for a brand new built stadium in Las Vegas. It was just a nice dome with more, more than regular comfortable seats. Like the seats were comfortable, but it was just, it was just a nice new dome. Like there was nothing, you know, special about it. But I guess for Oakland Raiders fans, because they're coming from the Oakland Stadium to that, I'm sure it was amazing. But was, was there any sand on the field? Yeah. <laughs> but comparing it were to there bases on the <laughs> comparing it to like other stadiums I've been into, I was like. This seems like a, just a normal, nice new stadium, but there wasn't like any Do you prefer the stadiums that have a little bit of culture, like outdoor stadiums that maybe don't look? So the newer stadiums, they tend to be pretty symmetrical. Like this side looks exactly like that side. That end zone looks just like this end zone. Well, actually the end zone is probably like are the biggest difference. So if you go to like Bengals, I'm sure it doesn't look symmetrical, does it? No. I do kind of like the outdoor, uh, I'm not a big fan of domes. I do like the open air and for some reason, it feel, is it loud? I feel like even though the Raiders have a dome, it was much louder at the Bengals game. That's, and that's easy to explain. Yeah. Bengals fans have been craving for a good team. You get all, they're actually all Bengals fans. At the Raiders game, it's Las Vegas, it's a show. A lot of tourists, a lot of Bears fans, and a lot of rich people that go because they got tickets from a corporate entity that just gives a you know how many corporations probably in vegas that give out free tickets to yeah. people so not a lot of passion there in dallas vegas la i'm, I'm betting here's an interesting tidbit uh, before i went out there i was looking for free tickets one from our new partner coming up here that fell through and then i went on my own accord and emailed uh, all the sales managers for the Las Vegas Raiders. Jesus. Me all them. What did you hit up LinkedIn? Uh, the website. Oh. So I sent them an email, never got a reply. Funny thing, the guy that I went to the game with from Chip's fucking wedding party, he got his ticket from one of the guys that was in my email thread. So it was just funny how that worked out because I didn't, I guess, I don't know how, I guess they, our buddies, and he got the ticket from him, told him he was gonna be in Vegas, and the guy got him the ticket. And uh, I got no reply on my email, ended it up next to him in the second half because I moved my seat up towards him so I could go say what's up. So, funny how life works out, but there were a lot more Bears fans there than Raiders fans. I wasn't expecting that because I've never been at an NFL game with either of these fans present, so I was getting my first taste of both fan bases, and the Bears fans were much louder, much more uh, into the game, obviously, but... Bears like, fans travel very well. And someone told me that in the fucking bathroom before that. Someone told me that in the bathroom. I was like, I... Because the whole bathroom was Bears fans. I was like, so what's what's the deal here? Do Bears, Bears fans travel well or something? What am I missing here? And she, he was like, yeah, Bears fans the second most traveled team in the NFL. I'm like, I don't know where you got those stats, but I believe you from this game. <laughs> I don't think they take... I don't think they break those stats down. So... All you could hear is let's go Bears chants all game and after the game flooding the hallways. Let's go Bears, let's go Bears. And Bears fans were just chilling. Is it let's go Bears? No, let's go Bears, uh, let's go Bears. Let's go Bears. Yeah, uh, quickly. Okay. 
And the Bears fans were just hanging out in front of all the hotels, just harassing everybody, saying, let's go Bears. So it was uh, definitely a, a How Bears did, home uh, game. your boy Justin Fields look? He looked good. Look very good. I was very good. I was surprised because uh, I was expecting like a 24-10 Raiders win, and the Raiders' offense was completely opposite of what I thought was going to happen. The flip happened. The fucking Bears looked much better than the Raiders, and maybe that has something to do with the John Gruden stuff. But don't know. But Raiders are in shambles. But I didn't go out there for Chip's bachelor party or that game. I actually went out there to scope the layout for the draft coming <laughs> up next year. Since Jag's going to be top three pick. Yes. So I was thinking about it. How did it look? Look nice. It's going to be a good time. I wonder where the draft is going to be. Probably, Probably T-Mobile Arena. T-Mobile Arena. That's where uh, the fight was. Maybe they make it. It wasn't in MGM? Mm. So the fight was in Vegas? Yeah. And someone told me that they had a ticket to the, so I guess there's a nightclub in T-Mobile Arena, which is also where the Las Vegas Knights hockey team plays. I was told that I had, there was an extra ticket available to the club there after the fight, but he told me next day. He's like, thanks for nothing. Yeah, what the fuck? Hey, I had a ticket for you. But I probably wouldn't have gone anyway, because I was trying like not to ditch Chip in his party the entire time because you know it's there for him and everything but we'll get into the chip stuff on the patreon because there's a lot to talk about with that but i just wanted to tell y'all non-subs about my time at Legion stadium and uh vegas in general so we really got trevor and urban to be in fucking vegas next year at the draft top three but we'll have a good time in vegas we'll probably die <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. <laughs> imagine the open bar party in vegas like we had in cleveland in Vegas is twenty four hours. Like, yeah, you walk you walk into a casino at ten a.m. You see the there. same amount of people at yeah. five a.m. <laughs> I was in a casino at five a.m. Fucking busy as shit still. Like you're you zombie walking through. Wow, it was an unreal place. Like I had told, I had never experienced the strip when I went there last time. I was just in a house and partying, and then we went to like EDC Vegas, but I never went over to the strip. So this was my first time, and I was fucking blown away. I was like, what the fuck is this place, man? It's crazy. Lights everywhere. It's people everywhere. Weird ass people everywhere. It's alcohol just for gambling. Where'd you stay? Sports books. We stayed about 15 minutes north of the strip. Stripped. The strip. So we were in an Airbnb. Oh, okay. So some of them were sketched out because they thought it looked like GTA, but it wasn't that bad. Like the house was kind of like, you know, it looked like it could be a little trap house, but it had a little smell to it. But the neighborhood wasn't that bad. I think the whites I was with were just not used to not staying in a suburban neighborhood with cul-de-sacs. Please don't so, say whites. Well, that's who I was with. A <laughs> party of 10 other, you know, white men. So, different perspectives there. Do you want to do shout-outs? Yes, on to shout Oh. <laughs> All right, I got a shout-out for you. This is good. We got some great Apple Podcast reviews. Love these. Probably my favorite thing to do on the episode. Read shout outs. <laughs> I think the reviews on Apple are, are awesome. So we got first one from Noah Dongus. <laughs> Sorry. Or, or like Dong. I'm not sure how to say his last name. I'm a child. <laughs> he says, football laughs and sometimes, oh, it cuts off. I'm guessing he's going to say sometimes other things are whatever. 
He said, Andy and Eric continue to brighten up my week with their perfect sports takes. Oh, wait. Okay, I remember this one. I did, this is the one I did read. So, he puts in parentheses um, things that are on the soundboard. Somebody hit the soundboard when he oh. says it. <laughs> Andy and Eric continue to brighten up my week with their perfect sports takes. <laughs> Unfil- their unfiltered love for the Jags. Wow. And endless banter. Tune in for amazing takes on your favorite NASCAR drivers. <laughs> and stick around for the family-friendly skits and bits. <laughs> There's no but for that one. Good. We don't need it. We, we do that. Good <laughs> we do it enough. Yeah. Um, that was a five-star review. Thanks, Noah. Uh, next one is from Not Hunter Bodine. Hey, or not, not Hunter Bodine. Dean. <laughs> uh, we're very close with Hunter. Um, he says, Bam. "Come on in, get comfortable." You'll, and then that also cuts out, so I can't tell what he said. He says, "Hunter says, if someone put a gun to my head, oh my God. <laughs> it is a suicidal Discord." So it is. He's from the Discord. Very suicidal. If someone put a gun to my head and told me to sum up this podcast in two words, don't know when anyone would <laughs> Those words would be, quote, life-changing. I've had the I've had the luxury almost rest of it, but <laughs> I've had the luxury of being a listener since day one, and I have been able to watch the growth of these two guys firsthand. The chemistry between the two hosts, Eric and Andy, is remarkable and unmatched. I swear I'm reading like a research paper that is like, he has to like, hit a word count. Yeah. All right. Are you roasted? <laughs> this show is never short of comedic content to the point where your abdomen, like, what are these words? <laughs> will be sore from laughter. It's a review. Abdomen. <laughs> I never thought I would say this, but they have gone from takes that once seemed outlandish to those takes making them look like sports prodigies. Not only have All they... All two of them. Not, <laughs> yeah, my Chargers have like nice Bills, Super Bowl. <laughs> not only have they given me plenty of laughs, but they have also given me friendships that I would cherish for a lifetime. Dunninger have built a community that is one of a kind. Everyone has been so welcoming, and I think it is because the audience is all one of the same. We're family. My advice to you would be to stop what you're doing, download the latest episode, and indulge. I guarantee you will be giddy with <laughs> I guarantee you will be giddy with anticipation for the next episode to be released. In that case, go to Patreon to watch plenty of bonus content and join and to join this community. I have been a part of it for over a year and it is the best decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> That Hunter, um, I think he's trying to compete for best review ever, <laughs> and he's up there. He is. That yeah. is the best sales letter that we could have. Yes, thank you, Hunter. One uh, cliff note: you said been listening since day one, but been a part of us for a year. Unless you meant the Discord. He meant the Discord. Then I'm sorry. You're sorry. But what is it? Fucking parrot in this bit. <laughs> thank you, Hunter, for the review. Thank you, Hunter. Thank you, Hunter. <laughs> we should get a bird. No. That would be awesome. Repeat snicker. Repeat snicker. Repeat snicker. He heard it from me. The bird will be by you. That's Andy's bird. I actually dead ass. We might have to get a bird in uh, yeah, next move. 
That would be funny. I don't think we can <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> a bear. And then we put up, we get a third mic and put the mic on on the case. Get a get a bird cam going. Ah, oh, bro, that's the move. Bird cam. No one's done that. That's, no. that's unique as fuck. Don't steal that shit, y'all. <laughs> and then do you know the, the fucking TikToks we can do from that? <laughs> if we had a microphone on the bird. I'm a bird. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna Google parrots. When that when that motherfucker dies, I'm gonna be sad. My, I know. My, my one, my first pet, parrot. <laughs> you had a fish. I have, but that don't really count. I didn't fuck with the fish. I'd be fucking with the bird heavy. Put that bitch on my fuck shoulder. With the bird. <laughs> So much content. Yeah. Um, I have another shout out. We got one in our um, Instagram DMs before we started this podcast from Colin Tridone. Tridone. He says, hey, guys, I call into the show whenever I can from D.C. My shit is short winded because I'm not trying to take up your segment with the extra shit. But I wanted to reach out since I've called in a few times without saying much. And thank you both for all the work you put into the show and the consistency. Love having it to listen to every week. Funny as shit makes my day better. Thanks again. And it ain't even your real jobs and shit, so that dedication doesn't go unnoticed by the fans. Well, we do get paid. Uh, thank you, Colin, for that review. Don't tell Colin to get paid. Um, last shout out our athlete of the month, Ryan Scott. We get it, Ryan. Scalette. Angelo State University track star. Four-time athletic director's honor roll member, Lone Star Conference third place 400 meter hurdle. Sheesh! I'm about to look up the Lone Star Conference. I ain't never heard of this shit. It's uh, in Texas. Duh! I ain't never heard of Lone Star Conference. You, we cooked them last week. We can't cook them again. Well, this is his segment. He deserves this athletic conference. Let's see. Collegiate athletic conference affiliated with the National Blah 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 Division Two level. Gotcha. That's why I am only familiar with the D1. Oh, but that's good. But uh, shout out Ryan. We have we we got you the rest of the month. We got you. But uh, shout out Ryan Ska. We will post your Instagram shout out sometime this month. It's coming, Ryan. Don't worry about it. You got your merch. You got your gift card. Thanks for being a fan of the pod. Thanks for being our third sponsored athlete of the. Uh, another shout out, special shout out to Derek, who was uh, at our 200th episode. If you remember that, he was the he was the one who showed up to the table. He sat down at the table and talked to us during our 200th episode. He said that he asked us how many times would we blitz Tannehill? Mm-hmm. Would we blitz Tannehill when the Jags played him? Very. If uh, we were the coach, would yeah. we blitz him? Very uh, iconic moment <laughs> of episode 200. Uh, so he showed up to the last Jaguars game. He showed up for uh, wearing his Blitz Tannehill jersey. Yes. Custom. That moment on Dunninger turned into a custom jersey that he bought, he said, when he was blacked out in a Discord voice chat <laughs> channel with others, including Derry. So he uh, wore that jersey, and he partook in the, quote, Drew experience, he called it. Because, you know, you've been promoting your Dunn experience, which is a, what do people get if they donate $10, they get entered into a raffle to join you where? I uh, thank you for bringing that up because I meant to mention it on the last pod and forgot. So this pod is my last chance. 
Yes, so the done experience is a game day experience with me, our manager, Chris Ebrio, who set this up, doing a raffle and fundraiser for two local Jacksonville children's hospitals. So every dollar that you donate will go to them and we will give you six raffle tickets for a $50 entry and one ticket for a $10 entry. And we will randomize that winner through a website. Just put names in, click randomize. And we'll be doing that next Tuesday. So that includes all expense paid trip to Seattle. That's hotel, flight, and game ticket. You'll be responsible for transportation because I'm responsible for my own transportation as well. But you get everything else. You get to go to a game with me, with Rio. But flight's covered. Yeah, flight's yeah. covered. Transportation, I mean, when you like land and shit, get over. But the rest of the stuff's covered. We got you. Uh, that drawing will take place next Tuesday. Actually, Tuesday's the last day to donate, so a week from now. And then we'll probably draw on the 20th next week. So that's for the Jag Seahawks game. So you get to go to Seattle. You must be fully vaccinated. That's the league rules out there in Seattle. <laughs> Them and the Raiders, like I mentioned earlier, the two teams where you got to be vaccinated to go to the game. So that's the done experience I'm doing with Chris Ebrio um, for the game day against the Seahawks with no Russell Wilson. So we're in it. So I know this is the part that people can't, don't really care about, but where's the money going that they donate? Oh, I, t- I said it's going to oh, go to the I bet I'm like five shots of tequila. Five. I think two cups. I drank two <laughs> shots straight, just sipping on it before the pod. And then I had two mixers with orange juice. So four. Yes. Yikes. The uh, money goes to the children's hospitals. Okay. But I didn't say it's for Christmas toy drive. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I like that. So not just hospital. It's going to the toy drive to give kids toys. That would be in the hospital on Christmas. And whatever, and whatever doesn't get used goes to the hospital. So I think there's, there's like a level for toys because there's not that many kids there. Do hospitals need money? I feel like hospitals are kind of rolling and dumb. They are, but they giving them kids toys? I don't know. Probably not. Probably taking their toys. Um, <laughs> so what uh, Derek signed up for, he said, was a Jew experience. And I thought it was funny, but then, you know, after it was over, I... I Counted up what that all entailed, the Drew experience, and it came to this. Three beers and a jello shot at, at the tailgate. So you were sober. Nah, yeah, I was sober. <laughs> I, but it's kind of lit. You know, that was enough on an empty stomach or on a breakfast stomach to be like, okay, I'm feeling myself. Was it, was, was the turnout like to me? Regular, normal? A uh, little less. Slim down? I actually, yeah, I, I parked, I parked, uh, for how late I was, I had a I didn't have a terrible parking spot. Yeah, been and out already. Um, the game though wasn't. It looked probably about the same or better than the Cardinals game. Mm. Um, so three beers, Joe shot tailgate. So you're a little sober. Uh, Jack and Coke though. After you enter, mm, that's so you're the, paying money. That's the issue with me going a little easier this year. That when I enter the stadium, I'm like I'm kind of feeling myself. So I want to hit that peak, yeah. so I get a Jack and Coke when I enter. <laughs> For 20. So that's what we do when we enter. And then the third final part of the Drew experience, you lead by the third quarter. Um, I actually put a poll on Twitter asking if I should leave because it was like a two-touchdown game. And the poll received over 1,000 votes. 72% said yes. 
So I stayed for one drive after the half. Titans scored. Derrick Henry scored a touchdown. And I left. And that was when he put it up 31 to like 10 or 13 or whatever. And that's when I left the sports book and said, let's go watch the Raiders. But all right, shout out to our sponsors over at Prize Picks. <laughs> um, Prize Picks, as you know, is a daily over under daily fantasy app. I said daily twice. It's available in 28 states currently. And first time users, you guys can deposit and use our code Dun and Drew to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Pick two to five players in and over under other projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And Prize Picks allows you to mix sports, which I finally have done for the first time this week. Easy to use mobile app, that's what we're using here, available on App Store and Google Play. So, I'm doing, I couldn't tell you last time I won, I've been losing every week. I am not in any kind of groove with this, but here we go again. Tonight, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, go. tonight, <laughs> I'm mixing sports. I'm mixing NHL. Oh. It starts tonight. I don't know what I'm doing there, but you know, that's a little shot of dark, but a little shot of dark. <laughs> mixing a Tampa Bay Lightning player with uh, two players that are playing Thursday night. In the wow. NFL. So we'll start with the uh, NFL players, and you Lightning fans can let me know if this is gonna if this is gonna hit. Well, do it'll be over by the time this posts, but we'll see. Got Jalen Hurts under 45 and a half rush yards. I think Bucks contain him. Did uh, your under hit this past weekend with the rush yard? You picked the rush yard one this week. You did a <sighs> forgot what QB you did, but you took them up. Like over. Are you sure? I think I picked an over. Yeah, I just changed it. Uh, so yeah, it. I said Aaron Rodgers will rush for six yards. No. No. Nope. How did Aaron Rodgers not get a six uh, get a six yard rush? How? He, two? Zero. Zero. <laughs> I'm going, the move is under on every quarterback rushing yard from here on out. Fuck. Except Daniel Jones. Yeah, except Daniel Jones. I'm, let me look up my Daniel Jones under real quick from that one week. Oh, rush yards, 27 and a half Daniel Jones. He went over. So Daniel Jones, the only QB you could take over on that. Or Lamar. But sometimes it's over. So, yeah, I got Jalen on the under. I think that's very easy. And then Tom Brady on the under pass yards, Mm. 301 and a half. It's because Brady don't need to be throwing all that much to beat these teams, I feel like. 300 is a lot. I'm taking – I told you, I switched my my mood to unders now. We in unders – this is an under podcast. So, guys, use the code DUNNANDREW, no spaces, and you get – like, if you put in $100, don't match. They'll give you $100 to work with free money, playing with house money. You get into the groove of prize picks before you start using your real money. But shit, you might not even need to do that. You might be so good at it that you just win money and just keep making money off of the money that they give you for free. There's a guy. Okay. <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> oh, yup. There's a guy in our Discord who's been betting on video games. Uh, Creeps kills or whatever. I don't know what that means, but creeps kills would be Minecraft, I believe. Really, God, you're nice. Video game podcast starts now. And my third prop in this parlay is Steven Stamkos. Um, yeah, you tell me, fighting guy. Shit, I got the 
under on his shots on goal, which is two and a half. So I uh, probably gonna lose that one because I feel like I hear his name all the time when I watch Lightning games. So we'll see what What's happens. Name? Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos. I don't know. So Lightning fans, we about to find out tonight. I think that game's on now. So oh shit, put it on. Well, next break. Okay. Uh, ESPN. From yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN doubleheader. Here's mine. I only have five dollars left, so I needed one that will automatically give me my money back. Mm. And this is like, if this doesn't win, you won't see me on episode two hundred eight. I won't be here. I swear. For five bucks. <laughs> this is a guarantee. If you have any money in Prize Picks and you want to have a guaranteed bet, do this one. James Robinson. Jags running back there over seventy nine and a half yards. That is going to hit, guaranteed. He's going to get a hundred at least. They play Sunday morning in London. Tom Brady under a yard and a half rushing yards. He never rushes. I bet his under last time. It hit. He doesn't run the ball. Aaron Rodgers had zero rushing yards last week. Is Tom Brady getting the yard? Tom Brady did run last game. That 12-yard little scamper. I was like, holy shit. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw that shit, and I was like, I ain't never seen versus this the, shit before. Oh, versus the Pats? Yeah. Did you do the first down thing where he was crazy? He did. He oh, did. wow. That's a Patriots staple. Well, he's not going to do it again. That's it? Just those three? Two? Those two. Two. I'm playing it safe. I need my That bank. is so safe. I need to build up a, my bank. Man. I wish I was as safe as you are there, but... That was Brady for under rushing yards and James Robinson over. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked what? that you trust us to keep running James Robinson. Oh, I don't. I don't trust us to to use him appropriately, but he's going to get over saying that. Now. He's going to take those five carries and turn that into 100. He said, fuck it. Make he turned awesome. one his first carry into fucking 60 last week. Remember that. God damn. All right. Speaking of betting, listen to this. Speaking of the Jaguars. Great transition here. This is from at Jags Drew. He's a Jaguars Twitter yeah. guy. No. He said, if you started with $100 and bet the money line of every team facing the Jags since week two of last year, so since this 20-game losing streak started, and rolled the winnings in money, um, if you rolled it over to the next week, how much would you have made after Sunday? You would have beat... So you start with $100. You bet it. Whoever we played week two last year, you bet it on that Titans. team. Then you take that winning money, you bet it on the next team. You take that money, next team. You would have right now $43,269. If you start with $100 and you bet against the Jags every week, you'd have 43, which isn't hard to do, it's the Jags. Yeah. $43,269. Should we start now? <laughs> See, I don't know about starting now. I wish I could go back. I think we could get it. Well, least. you know what they say? You know what they say? No, I don't. They say the best time to plant a tree oh. is 20 games ago. <laughs> the second best time is now. Let's plant that tree. Let's plant the tree. <laughs> dolphins wipe us. I mean, we wipe the dolphins. We probably would. If we bet on this game, we would lose. The Jags would win. Does Price Pick bet not count for us losing? No. Just 
player prop. Uh, shout out. We uh, mentioned our Patreon several times. Um, Patreon.com slash Vegas. We, uh, we'll be talking more about Vegas. And we got a skit for y'all. Yeah. Hung and Promiscuous is back thanks to the Discord. We have a channel on Discord dedicated to Hung and Promiscuous. Uh, and that is back this week. They uh, hopefully have a very out-of-pocket script for us to read. Yeah. I would like to laugh. Uh, so... I would too. Good luck with that. Speaking of laughing, a lot of laughing, a lot of laughing. Well, every Last episode, night. Every episode you love. I don't know why. I don't know when it's, it's just in you. It's just in you. Just in you. A lot of laughing last night on Twitter when John Gruden news dropped and the memes started flying. Um, take it away, Eric. Yep. Um, Although, right. hold on. Who speaks first? I'm, I'm gay. You're black. I know. Who gets the fool? He offended y'all most. <laughs> yeah, he did. Y'all. All you said was, we got big lips. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. I got big nostrils, too. You left that one out, Gruden. Um, I just wanted to say that I am sorry, Raiders fans, for stepping foot to your new Bro, he, that's what did it. <laughs> With a Jack shirt on, and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you lose to the Bears, and you lose your coach after this shit comes out. This had to be me. This had to be my jinx. I just, I, I apologize. But, uh, Needless to say, I saw John Gruden's last game coaching. <laughs> That's historic. <laughs> that actually is a trivia question one day. Oh, man. But uh, you want the floor? No, you. All right. So last week, we had our coach in the headlines. And thank you, John Gruden, for stealing the spotlight away. Nobody remembers what Urban Meyer did. <laughs> We're now talking about John Gruden and the Washington football team who got dragged. Well, they were already in it. But Drew Gruden got dragged into this. So... Your little clip notes because this happened so fast. Like I, I couldn't even believe it. I was in Allegiant Stadium and I wasn't even thinking about the article that had come out on Gruden on Friday because I've been in Vegas just partying my ass off. But I did hear about it, read about it, but I didn't think it was going to turn into this because these stories come out all the time and they kind of just get thrown under the bus. But more shit developed. But like I said on Friday, four days after the Raiders lose to the Chargers Monday night. Um, the Wall Street Journal reported that Gruden had used a racial trope to criticize a former NFLPA executive director. And that was the first time I heard that racial trope. I have never heard racial trope either. Um, like we're not even like it's not racial slur if you just use a racial trope. Trope. That's that's our new trope. It's a it's a trope. You know, he said, uh, "Dude had big lips." I guess that's a racial trope. It's a stereotype. Why just say stereotype? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just use stereotype. They're trying to, like, they're looking at the source. <laughs> trope. I seen trope all day on the graphics. How can we cancel this name? <laughs> I said, what the fuck is the trope? I know we said trope. Uh, but anyway. But I haven't heard trope since Mr. Ward's sickness or ninth grade English. I failed ninth grade English in high school because I didn't, I didn't want to imitate great, great expectations. Gatsby. Oh, expectations. Yeah. yeah. Gatsby either. That was junior year. Um, that was senior. Right? <laughs> but anyway he did this this racial trope in a 2011 email which was discovered did you do you have the quote from a separate investigation into the washington football team no i don't have the quote i, I would like to hear the quote because i don't think i actually heard the quote yet i know he's talking was he talking about demore smith He's the head of P, uh, NFLPA. Demory Smith, yes. He's talking about his lips. Yeah. 
I'd like to see the quote. Or hear the quote. Dumb Boris Smith. Dumb Boris Smith yeah. is what he called him? The Bo Get one, John! Dumb Boris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Jesus. That's the quote. Has lips. See, yeah, that's so distasteful. Why the fuck would you say that? The size of Michelin tires. That's a pretty specific, Gruden. I'm looking him up to see if he's right. I mean, John. <laughs> 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 no, uh, you're just kidding. He has normal lips. I'm uh, looking it up, too. Uh, yeah, that, that seems like that big. Gruden just don't have no lips. Yeah. That's probably why he thought they were so big. Yeah, but is that a racial trope? White people, yeah, I ain't got no lips. That's a racial trope. Yes, <laughs> y'all ain't got no lips, and we got big lips. That's just genetics. Um, but so he said that in 2011, um, that gets discovered while they're investigating the Washington football team. How long has that investigation been going on for? Um, and then last night, Monday, three days after this report, Gruden came out and downplayed all of that, saying there's no racial. Nothing in his body that's racial or anything. And this comes out, more emails come out where more emails from 2010 to 2018. That's the thing. Like first people were coming out saying that Gruden is getting canceled for things that he said 10 years ago. But this has been going on for quite some time. And he also included terminology and pattern of homophobic, misogynistic, and sexist insults, as well as pictures from, pictures. Uh, yeah, he received pictures or was sending them. Um, this man sent them memes on email? Topless Washington football team cheerleaders. What? It's all that. And not only about all of that, well, the sexist insults were about how he was demeaning the emergence of female referees, how he didn't want, you know, gay players in the league. Yeah, I saw that. Um, then he insulted Goodell, and um, I think the NFL had their hands on so much more content from Gruden. Yeah, they were so that they were like, "Hey, uh, Raiders, we're gonna put more shit out of here if that man don't." <laughs> <laughs> yes, what it felt like everyone was like, whoever was doing these leaks, it felt like they were like had a finger on the trigger and were like on standby, oh, yeah. checking off items as they came out. And once the final article came out, they're like, "All right, it's time, do it." And then, like, there went his career. I think Goodell was uh, most offended. I think he went to Mark Davis and said, "Hey, I, <laughs> I got email five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten right here. But, <laughs> hey, you better, you better walk to your stadium right now and talk to your coach, or I'm releasing one at a time." Goodell saw that F word. Yeah, so I want, I want to say it, but you know. You say it on your own time. I'll say <laughs> Just it. don't email it. No, you shouldn't be saying that now. Now, okay. That's the... See, I joked about earlier him sending these emails from jgruden at ESPN.com, but it had to be an ESPN email. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's doing it from... Why would he be doing it from his work email? I'm just bewildered that he'd be using email at all to be writing these things. That that's how that's that's how I kind of know he meant what he said, because <laughs> there's there's one thing to just throw these things around in conversation. You know, you want to 
act like you're cool uh, in front of other guys or you're in the closet so you need to say these words you see say faggot so you you know yep. people don't think that you're know that you're gay um, but then if you say it in an email that's like you know that this man meant it. to write, type it in an email you know that has hella receipt potential Text is one thing, saying it in person was one thing, but in a fucking email, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck, and he probably thought it didn't matter because he was sending it with an NFL owner who probably didn't think he was going to share it at all. But God, email. Back it then, could so easily be found. Back then, he was not expecting Washington football team to be under investigation decades later. Not decades, but like eight to ten years later. But... um. Someone said last night, I think Booger, Booger was like, what you say in the dark will eventually come to light. Shut up, Booger. What you say in the dark? <laughs> like a preacher. But um, I don't I don't think. Others say this too. Yeah. In the dark. There are, there are others, other coaches, that I'm sure, and other executives who have said things like these. Have they been dumb enough to put in an email? I don't know. No. That's tough. Um, they just haven't gotten caught. Uh, did Gruden deserve to be fired? People are blaming cancel culture, and you know I'm anti-cancel culture. But yes, he deserved to be fired because you're a head coach of a multi-billion dollar NFL club. Mm-hmm. You're held to a pretty high standard. You represent that football team. You represent the NFL. If it comes to light... That shit just doesn't get swept under the rug. It's now a PR nightmare. You have to be fired. There's literally no choice. You can't just forget and forgive. Plus, these are things that he said. Like, no one says these things. So there's so what Kevin Hart did, he just told a joke, which at the at the time people laughed at. Now it's a little, you know, we're more progressive. We're like, like hey, just chill on that. Like vines. Like yeah, we laughed at stereotypical vines, and we're not laughing. But now we're more it. sensitive to those topics. Yeah. So nowadays, you want to make a joke like that. Um, but Gruden, that wasn't a joke. He was like literally saying, "Hey," uh, he was like being a, he was against. Yeah, he believed everything he wrote. Like he wasn't joking. These were anything. these were thoughts and yeah. opinions that were pretty serious, and they weren't jokes. That he that he only obviously could comfortably write to an NFL owner. That would not tweet or share about it, and the owner still didn't. These were discovered through the investigation of the team. And it's funny you mentioned Kevin Hart because I was going to say, like, you're talking about when he got his job to host the Grammy or Oscars when he got that privilege revoked for something he said in the past. Is that what you're bringing up? When um, when he was going to host an award show and yeah. they said no, yeah, the Oscars. I was going to say that as well. So great minds think maybe, mm. uh, but yeah. This ain't cancel culture. This isn't because, this isn't for old emails from 2011. This is a necessary resignation. He had, he resigned because that man was out of here anyway. You know, it was uh, just best for him to say that he's stepping down. This is an NFL investigation into something else, and he got caught up in between it. And the contents of that email, emails, were definitely grounds for firing or re- resignation. Because John Gruden knows that there is way more than what has come out so far. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so like, I'm getting out of here. I don't want to. So if I'm John Gruden, I'm like, yeah. Uh, I already 
all this shit already got seen. I don't need any more shit coming out. Because usually someone only gets called out for one past bigger remark by Kevin Hart. This man had a royal blood. <laughs> I wrote that joke before the pod. <laughs> little, little Vegas uh, pun there. He had a, this man had a royal flush of insults, man. Uh, he, I never heard that one yet. He didn't leave one person untouched. So, yeah. He, he about here. He about here. Do the Raiders get their money back? I, coach coach contracts aren't really public, so we don't really know the terms. He, I, I read that he forfeits the rest of his $100 million tenure contract. So that's good news for us Jags fans who have uh, Urban Meyer waiting to get fired. Awesome. So fucking five weeks into the NFL season, and it's been pretty uh, dramatic so far. So let's see what happens next. <laughs> Speaking of Urban, our friend Solly from the Bull Take podcast, Jags podcast, um, he made me laugh yesterday. He said, Urban is currently doing a keyword search in his email for the word Hernandez and is deleting everything <laughs> that includes Hernandez. Oh, man. Sorry. I feel bad for Raiders fans because they started 3-0. and Things were looking up, and this shit took a nosedive so fast. Hey, since we're on this... Um, since we're on this, I know we're going to get to email, uh, voicemails later, but emails. <laughs> oh, you want to see if anyone talks about it? Well, I know someone talked about it. So here's Tyler McWilliams, resident Raider fan who just called. Very good timing. I should have taken this call live, uh, but I didn't see it. So let's see what he had to say on the situation. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've already recorded the pod. If not, put this on here. Um, you just want to see how you guys are doing. Um, yeah, no comment on what happened. All I'm saying is I hope we never win a game again, at least this year. <laughs> 3 and 14 season. Let's get second pick overall, please. <laughs> get second point here. Second pick overall. All right, well, I thought he was coming with a bigger punch, but. Yeah, he said, I uh, got nothing to say. Just want to lose out and get a top three pick. Yeah. That's how Raiders fans are feeling. That's how they're feeling. That's enough on John. He's in the mud. Speaking of John, let's go to another John. John Harbaugh, mm. coach of the Raiders, sorry, <laughs> Ravens, who currently employ the MVP of the NFL. Lamar Jackson is just stupid. Saw a stat. He's fifth in the NFL in passing and eighth in the NFL in rushing. What the fuck? Did he win MVP last year? He did, right? Two years ago. Two years ago? Well, he's going to win again because he's carrying this team who had, who was just, they were destroyed with injuries. It was over for them before the season even started. And did I pick them to win the division? Mm, I think you changed it. You picked them and then changed it Fuck. to Browns. Fuck. Um, what, so, he's, what he's doing is fucking insane. I, he is so good. And I owe him an apology saying that, and I owe Ravens fans an apology, saying that he can't throw the ball. He can right now. Now, can he fit, thread the needle versus playoff defenses? That's to be seen. But right maybe, now... Maybe he does this year. Yeah, maybe he does. He's playing stupid. I haven't seen a player carry a team on his back like this since probably like Adrian Peterson in, what was his MVP year, 2012? Um let me know if you know of any any current or recent players 
who have completely carried the team on their back like this. This man threw the ball 43 times and had six incompletions. That, that, I... I don't think I've ever has we ever have we ever seen anything like have we seen that? Before? I've never seen that shit that accurate. With over four hundred and forty yards and four touchdowns that, after being down twenty five nine, leads them back. Two two point conversions and OT they get the ball. Two two point conversions. OT they get the ball and go down the field and score a touchdown on their drive. Not even field goal, touchdown. End it. And it all happened because I fell asleep. The game was ass. I stopped watching at halftime and then fell asleep to a show or a movie. And I, was te- I texted Andy while he was sleeping. I was like, another great primetime game, hoping that the uh, sound would have woke him up. But them fans be busting. Um, what should have woke me up was all the notific- fancy football notifications I got from <laughs> Mark Andrews scoring. Shit. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how Lamar Jackson plays in the playoffs this year because right now, I remember that Ravens fan calling in. I think it was Bryce. He said he's done. He's done after week one lost to whoever. Or maybe they won. don't remember. But whatever the case, they had a bunch of injuries, and he was like, we're done. And we're like, chill out. You're the Ravens. You'll be fine. And now look at him. We're talking about Lamar Jackson, MVP right now. After that game he had last night, Ravens are 4-1, and one, and they're hotter than ever. Crazy. Um, speaking of hot team. My Cardinals are undefeated still. They are, I wrote 6-0 here. Why I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Them boys are 5-0. and And they got the Browns this week. I wrote 6-0 and because they go beat them. <laughs> but we're doing undefeated watch. Cardinals are the last undefeated team in the league. If you guys remember, we did that little segment before the season saying, who will, will somebody call and ask, who do we think will be the last three remaining undefeated teams? Cardinals was one of mine. So, when I have a correct take, which is very well, rare, I have to pat myself on That was one of the... One of the three. He asked for three. Three. So, the, the way that you pat yourself on the back for that one, I don't agree with. Well, one of my teams still undefeated, though. Yeah, but... Check it off the list. Like that. It's like the injury list. If a guy gets out for half a play, it's a check mark. Um, but, yes, I wrote down here... Six, five weeks into the season, AFC, it's looking like Bills, Chargers, Ravens. The elite, top three elite in that conference. Hold on. Am I wrong? After five weeks? Let me just make sure. Let me look at the logos. We're not projecting here. This is week five. Who's elite now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Elite now. Bills. So it's probably the same list that you have. Are the Bengals? No. Bengals. Come on, you're ch- your Chargers, though. Come on, you're Chargers. Oh, I know the Chargers. I know the Chargers. But are the Bengals elite? No, no, no. They're mid. Chargers. Yeah, I think you're right. Bills, Chargers. Um, Ravens. Your yeah. boy, Lamar Jackson. In the NFC, my Cardinals, Bucks, and Cowboys. All right. Since I don't. I listen. I don't think the Cowboys are frauds. I know we love to hate them because everyone talks about them. But if you look at the Cowboys' schedule and how many fucking points they're putting up, it doesn't even matter who they play if they're scoring like that. No one's going to compete with the Cowboys. In so the you're missing the Rams. So I put the Rams up there. Don't be. Don't say. Oh, they just lost. 
the Rams are there, the Packers are there. Um, so there's definitely more elite teams in this. Rams, Packers. I put Rams, Packers, Cardinals, Bucks, Cowboys. Packers on thin ice for me. Even though they're four and one. And when ah, man. <laughs> Alright. Hey, what are we at? Should be good for another three or four. I am proud of my Cowboys and Chargers picks. I picked them both to win the division. It's looking good right now. I love that. Chargers was what a call. Justin Herbert looking like a goddamn star right now. I just don't know. No, I've never seen a rookie quarterback do this for this long. And not a rookie quarterback, but I've never seen a quarterback come in and not at least stumble. He ha- he has looked great ever since he came into the league. I don't understand. And what about Mike Williams? I don't think I don't he, think I don't think we're talking about Mike Williams enough. I don't think we are either because he was like he had so much potential even with Philip Rivers. You know, you draft him and he catch a touchdown every now and then. Now he's like realizing his full potential, which is cool. He's catching like he's going stupid. It's like where did this come from? Where was it there all along? And he just didn't have the quarterback. Yeah, both of his touchdowns against the Browns were seventy-two yards Jesus. and a forty-nine yarder. And he had sixteen targets, one hundred sixty-five yards. Targets eight eight receptions, one hundred sixty-five yards on eight receptions. That's fucking insane. And yeah. he's doing this every single week like he's not Mike Williams could have been like a la- a pick in your fantasy draft in the last like three rounds yeah and he's like carrying one of the guys in our league it's crazy just the Chargers are they're gonna do damage in the playoffs and I'm, I'm here I'm here for it that's that Mike Williams shit crazy like I thought all they had was Keenan Allen but this Mike Williams guy I'm hoping the Tyron uh the guy the Jags got from the charge. Johnson. Tyron Johnson turned into that, but I'll yeah. give well, uh, Mike Williams was like, oh, you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Mike Williams, uh, is he Clemson, right? I don't know. I don't know where he went to college. That's such a g- generic name. Mike Williams. Mike. Yep. Wow. Wow. You just don't see this. You don't see. So he's 27. He's been in the league four years. This is his fifth year. He was a round one, pick seven mm. by the Chargers. You typically it's coming to light. don't see a team giving a player this many chances to where in the fifth year, if they were a round one, pick seven, they finally come on like this. What the fuck? It must be a contract year for him. Oh, that, and he's got Justin Herbert now. That man's amazing. So you can put that ball anywhere on that field, and Mike Williams is like, "Ooh, got it." And I, I gotta watch. I gotta watch the highlights from that Browns Chargers game. That was a 47-42 game, and I saw none of it. So I'm gonna have to do that so I can see about this Mike Williams guy. And the one time that we were getting the Chargers game in prime time. I wanted to watch Mike Williams then, but that was the one game where he didn't go off like he did every other week. So I wasn't able to see. So I'm just going to have to watch highlights of this man. I'm sure someone on YouTube has a compilation of Mike Williams' plays this season. So 
I'll be on my to-do list. Do you think the Chiefs can overcome their future defense this season to make the playoffs? I think so. I think they can make the playoffs. But they're looking real suspect right now. But Chiefs, they're falling off fast. And the more they lose, the more I'm not picking them to win nothing. But didn't anyway. Before. Neither of us did before the season. I said Chiefs, Rams, Super Bowl. I keep forgetting your Super Bowl take. Yeah. Shit. Chiefs, but it, like my pick still is looking good as for the Chargers to win a division. So... Chargers win the division. Chiefs will have to make the playoffs for that prediction to stay true, obviously. So they'd have to be wild card. Um, this is an NFC West podcast, but our boy Russell Wilson is out four to eight weeks after uh, hurting his finger on Aaron Donald's helmet in that game. Um, and report came out today that Seahawks are looking at Blake Bortles to fill in for him. <laughs> what? No, the G, he'll be the backup. Gino will Gino, start. Gino will start. But it would be classic Jags if Bortles was in starting that Halloween game against the Seattle Seahawks that you guys can donate to our you know fund to get a chance to go to. If Bortles played in that game and ended up beating us, that would be classic Jags. So we lost to everybody who's left our team and played for another team. And we get to see more of that in December when we go to fucking L.A. and play Jalen Ramsey. I'm sure he'll have a field day with that one when we're 0-12. That's a little mini rant. I have rants, if I may. Go ahead. I hate when announcers, I tweeted this, when announcers praise a player as being a genius for staying in bounds to keep the clock moving, so the player will be like approaching out of bounds, but they have the ball and there's like under four minutes left, and they don't want the other team to get the ball. Um, and instead of going out of bounds, to like fall in bounds, and the announcers will go, "Oh man, what a brilliant move by if I Kareem Hunt." That was random. Yeah, it was. What a brilliant move by Hunt to stay in bounds. That that is smart football right there. No, it's <laughs> fucking common sense. Kids are doing this in Madden. It's not that big of a deal to not go out of bounds. A normal player will know that the clock stops when you go on out of bounds under four minutes. I, uh, <laughs> it just is so dumb. I think it's the announcers proving to the audience that they know the rules and that they're smart. Oh, what a smart play by Clyde Edwards Alaire, who's on IR now. To stay in bounds, keep the clock rolling. That is a genius move. Shut the fuck up. Please. Another rant. Jaguars are underutilizing James Robinson still. Yeah. Still. No matter how many times I rant about it, it's not going to change. Um, next rant. You're going, I, about, you're going off. Yeah. And I know this applies to a lot of you that are listening because a lot of you have favorite football teams. I know a lot of you bitch about the refs. The NFL refs, let's admit it, finally, need a youth movement. Why do we have 65-year-old plus eyeballs back there judging and throwing flags on plays they can't even see? They can't even run and catch up to the play, and they're throwing flags. They'll be the ref that's furthest away from the play, or they'll be a ref closer, and then a ref further away will throw a flag. It makes note we need a youth movement, or we need refs to be 
on salary to where this is their only job so they can dedicate their life to it because it's ridiculous. Yeah, there were uh, there's shitty calls every fucking week, every game. Doesn't even matter sport. Fucking fans are bitching about reps in every sport. Hey, so was it NFL or college that had the double punt? Was that Thursday Night Football? There was a double punt this past week in sports where the player. Oh, it was Thursday Night Football. Where he caught it. Yeah, it was Thursday Night Football. I think it was Rams. Rams Seahawks. The punter, I think it's for the Rams, went to punt it. It got blocked. He picked it up, ran a little bit, punted it again. And apparently. They said that was legal? Yeah. I mean, Mike Pereira, when they got him on, he said, oh, they'll be taking this back. They'll be. But then they were like, no, it stands. So that's someone, one of those. Someone lying. <laughs> well, that's one of those rules that I think when you're writing a rule book for the NFL, you would, you, about that would you ever think about that? No. What would happen if the ball, the ball was blocked and the punter picked it up and was still able to punt it? How many times would that happen? So that makes me think they never even have a rule. When would they have a rule for that? If they do, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm thinking. What do you drink? Because as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage, you can pooch the shit, can't you? If it's a punting play. I know you can't randomly kick a ball if you're running an offensive play. You can. If you throw it back, you can punt it. Like if we throw it back to James Robinson, can he kick it? I think so. Oh, shit. So maybe that. Yeah. Because it was blocked, it's not dead. But it's still an attempt. Like if you attempt a kick, like during a field goal, I don't think you can pick that ball up and then. Kick no. it again. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe because it's a scoring attempt. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's separate rules for the kicks, but they they allow them to return it before it hits the ground at least. So don't know. Don't know the rule book. It's probably as long as the IRS code, buddy. Tax code, buddy. All right, week six. We'll let Drew get his drink, but let me set this segment up. Lots oh, nice. upsets in game of the week. Drew, we should go game by game. Keep records that way, but switch it up a little bit. And it's working out in Drew's favorite because this motherfucker is 10 and 2 so far <laughs> in his picks. And Woo-hoo. I'm 7 and 5. I'm looking like a nice Mac team in college football going to a fucking four dealership ball game in Idaho. And he's looking like a Capital One Bowl. Drew is undefeated in his locks. He got lucky last night. Lucky. Uh, he picked Ravens to be the Colts in a lock and. Colts kind of just folded on that one, but that is the only undefeated stat for each of us locks upsets game of the week. The only undefeated stat, Drew's locks. Because my fucking lock last week, Raiders, lost to the Bears. I really thought that was game set match. But now look at me, I look like a fool at three and one. So week six is here. Thursday night we have Bucks Eagles, but that's not on any of ours. So yeah. Lock of the week. Give me. I need a redo. Packers over the Bears. Because Bears, they fucked me last time, so I need revenge. This is the way I get my revenge, by taking the team they play this week. Aaron Rodgers, go get it done. Uh, the one blemish on my upsets of the week. Uh-oh. We just got that deal email from our future sponsor. <laughs> I Damn. It's just timing. Just updating the terms. Um, my only blemish on my upset picks is the Jaguars last week. Picked them to beat the Titans. How foolish. Yeah, that was wild. 
So this week, for my lock of the week, give me Dolphins over Jaguars. I need to use the Dolphins this year as a uh, lock. So why not use them when they play the Jags? Um, I'm going the opposite for my upset. I think this is Yikes. the... Uh, yeah, well, it's not. I think this is the game. The Jags finally get their first win, you know? The Dolphins look about as good as us. So why not put us on an even playing field in London? <laughs> Give me the Jags upset plus three over the Dolphins, buddy. It's this and the Jets. That's the only dubs this season. Let me get one of them right here. Call me crazy. Crazy. My upset is Lions over Bengals. Thanks. They getting their first win? I think they're getting their first win. They're in Detroit, and Dan Campbell cried at this press conference. <laughs> That's a recipe for a fucking blowout. <laughs> By the Bengals. That big-ass man crying. You telling me you're not going to go out there and beat the sorry-ass Bengals? Joe Burrow, who... Something wrong with his throat. I wish it was because of me. Hmm. But he has a throat contusion. <laughs> not by me. Was he doubtful? No. Nah. He just went to the hospital, though. Mm. He'll get a fucking little throat massage and be all right to win by 40. Um, game of the week. Cardinals at Browns. Mentioned this earlier. It probably is. What's the time slot for that? Four? It's four something. Um, I got Cardinals. I got Cardinals extending their win streak. They're going 6-0. and oh. Browns just, I don't know, I, I, I like to go off the previous week's game for some reason. I know those It's recency bias. That's fine. But after what I saw Herbert do to the Browns defense, why can't Kyler Murray do that with all the weapons he has? And Cardinals defense a little better than the Chargers. Browns scored 42. So if the Chargers can keep pace with the Browns and get a dub, why can't Kyler Murray and company give me the Cardinals? Mine is Bills at Titans. I think this is Monday Night Football. It is. Uh, give me Bills to win that. Maybe I'm just picking this as my game of the week. So, so stay. that is a blowout if I've ever seen one. Really? Bills are, yeah. after what I've seen these past two weeks, Bills are, they're, they're hungry, man. Derrick Henry is in his last 40 games is the best running back in the history of the NFL statistically. He's just he's fucking stupid. He's going insane. He has to. He's, he's got to carry that team on their back because that offense is a little shaky right now. You know he's from here? Jax? I heard about that. Through the grapevines. Yuli, specifically. Yuli! But just, just a few minutes away. Yeah. So, looking forward to another week of NFL football. <laughs> I know, I just. What? I'm just tired of watching the Jags. Tired of watching the Jags. <laughs> I, I know they're not the only team on, but it's like that's the first game I go to, and I nothing changed. Um, and it's it's just so hard to not watch them. I can't just not turn on the TV. Uh, but anyway, this man trying to give me hype when I lost. This is not a hype week. My QB is hurt. I don't want to copyright straight. That would have been great if you know Penn State beat Iowa and was ranked two right now, but it's not the case. Uh, 
big fucking week in college football. My God, if we got to start with Bama. I'm Brett Musburger here with Vern Lundquist, and we have Alabama number one taking on Texas A&M unranked team here in Kyle Field, hosting the Crimson Tide. Can the Crimson Tide overcome their two straight losses to beat the number one ranked team in the nation? Or will Bama run these boys out of their own field and win by 50? Coming up next here on CBS. That was good. Off the dome, commentating off the dome. You did say, uh, you did see Will Crimson Tide beat Bama. Oh. But other than that, that was pretty good. That's the IPA hit. Oh. It's not an IPA. <laughs> it's a fucking lager. Lager, buddy. A little American lager. But yes, after our voicemail last week from Jessica, our dear friend Jessica, us saying that, you know, it's crazy that you can just walk in every game and be like, we're going to win it, we're going to win it. Bama loses. To a fucking unranked team that I roasted last week because they had just lost to Arkansas in Mississippi State. Just roasting this Texas A&M team. And they go out here and beat Bama. They were up the whole game. That quarterback looked legit. He was making some good fucking throws. That's what it took. God, that quarterback looked good. Get him. Watch, but... What were you doing during this game? I wish I could remember. I saw the third quarter because we were back in the Airbnb and changing to go back out again. Um, and I was out when it was finished, when it finished. Like we were walking down uh, a giant casino. Crazy. I couldn't even explain this casino. But I didn't see most of the game, but I saw them lose on my phone. But I was sure that Tammy was going to keep that lead when I saw it with 31-19 in the third quarter, but that shit crazy. Um, what they dropped to me? They dropped to fifth, so that's, that's like shocking. Yeah, they only, that's, they only dropped to fifth, but I think it's because... But that like, makes sense. They're fucking Bama, and they've the wins that they've had this year have been really good. And all the people there above have one loss, except for like Michigan, but they're better than Michigan. Um, Michigan State, they're better than them. I mean, let's be real, and I know you don't like to do this. If the playoffs started today, Alabama deserves to be in it because would you put money on? Well, I like I like doing this with college. Okay, would you? It's yeah. more practical. Would you put <laughs> money on anyone besides Georgia to be Alabama? Let's fuck money. Would you put your life on it <sighs> to beat Bama in the playoff? Yeah. Other than Georgia? Yeah. Not a chance. So, I like how they positioned Bama to be to easily come back in the top four. We know Oklahoma. While, what the fuck? They should have, like you predicted, they, they're going to be exposed this week by Texas. Texas is so fraudulent. And we saw it coming. Texas scored like 28 in the first quarter. They were supposed to be, they were supposed to be the team. I even texted my friend who's a Texas fan. Shout out, Clay. Actually, don't listen anymore. <laughs> Not, no shout out. Damn. No shout out. Take it back. Take it Fuck back. Fuck you, Clay. Um, I texted him saying, "You guys aren't. You guys did it. You're the team to expose. Finally, this Oklahoma team. How do they come back? So Rattler, Spencer Rattler got benched. Is the backup that much better? I didn't keep my eyes on the game the whole time because you know I thought a blowout was um, in route. 
Yeah, I only saw the fourth quarter, but I I saw Texas up before I had got to the sports book, and I was like, wow, Texas, I Texas did it. You know, they they're it. gonna do it, man. They're gonna do it. They're Big up, rivalry. They were up fucking three touchdowns. I think the stadium was lit, and they that was the biggest fucking soul game if I could ever think of one. Fucking Texas, boy. My takes, my college takes were so on point for the past fucking four weeks. And Texas goes and does this shit. But that just proves to me more that Oklahoma is about to lose. They're about to lose to somebody. I don't know who the fuck it's going to be, but Oklahoma is not it. Are they this resilient up until the fucking playoffs? Absolutely not. Someone is going to take these boys down. And until someone does, I'm going to say it every week. Because it's going to happen. If they, if Oklahoma makes it to the playoffs, I will get a Spencer Rattler jersey. What if they do make it to the playoff? Wouldn't it be kind of nice to see them make it and then they, they, they're, they're pipe, they're, they're hype for a, they're, <laughs> they're hype for a playoff game and they just get routed by Georgia or Bama. That would happen. Just absolutely routed. It's crazy. Um, fuck. But en- enough about Oklahoma, Texas. Jesus. I mean, that was. We, Fucking Oklahoma, crazy game. Oklahoma probably is feeling themselves right now being ranked four above Bama and coming off that rivalry dub. And they sit alone, well, not alone, they're tied for top uh, first place in the Big 12 with their in-state rival, Oklahoma State. But we don't get that game until rivalry week, which is the last week of college football season. So both those teams got to stay undefeated, and that game will be crazy. Um, and Oklahoma State's ranked 12. So if both of those teams stay undefeated, that's going to be a top 10 matchup in Oklahoma. It'll be the biggest thing to happen in Oklahoma ever. Since now there's been some big tornadoes that have no, Tulsa Massacre. destroyed some cities. Um, Penn State. Unfortunate loss. That's the word for it. Unfortunate You guys loss. were up to most of the game. Iowa. You guys were up most of the game. We were cooking their ass. It was like 20 to 10. No, it was like twenty. Yeah, twenty ten, and then twenty thirteen. They came within a touchdown, and then they what tied it, or they went up by two. Well, QB got hurt. That's where everything changed. So we were running their ass. It was seventeen three or twenty to three. QB gets hurt. Like I wrote Sean Clifford, but if we don't have him in the game, I didn't know who the fuck our backup was. Will Levis is on Kentucky now, so I had no clue who was QB two until this game. And he was fucking awful. So bad. He could have he could have stole this fucking game from Iowa if he could have completed maybe like five passes to wide open people that he overthrew. We would have won by 20 if the QB was never even hurt. But like I said, if Penn State lost this game by five or less, last episode I said, if Penn State loses this game by five or less, they'll still be a top eight team. And they're sitting here at seven now. So, Penn State still controls its own destiny. I was on the other side of the Big Ten Conference. And it makes it better that you lost without your starting quarterback. I think the voters take that into consideration. I hope they do. Clearly they did. So, if you win the Big Ten. If we, if we win the Big Ten, that means we've won out. So, we'll be in the playoff. Most likely. Is, which side is Iowa on? On the other side. So you'd be playing them in the Big Ten championship game? If they make it. If they keep on the roll. Because they will. Eh. We've seen some crazy shit in college football. We just saw Texas A&M beat Bama. 
I'm not putting any unranked team <laughs> past beating anybody above us right on this list. Is it, it's about time that Bama lost, though. Like, they are constantly playing SEC teams. These school atmospheres are so crazy that it's about time. And you know, whenever they visit one of these schools, this is that school's Super Bowl and national championship. So they get up, the fans get up, the, the players get up. And think about all the times that Bama has come in and just wiped the floor with these teams that are getting up like it's their national championship game. Like, it's about time this happens. And it just goes to show you how fucking special Bama and Saban are that it's taken so many tries yeah. for this to finally happen. Uh, and the crazy part is, like, Bama could still, you know, you can still go back to that CC championship and then win the whole thing, even up that one little blemish on this. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting if Bama like when if when they play Georgia in the in the SEC championship game, it's going like Georgia has to get up for that game like it's the national championship game yeah. because if you beat Bama and keep them out of the playoffs, which that potentially could do, probably could do because the ranking would come in right right after that game. The final ranking yeah, for the final playoff rankings after the college so, championship. Yeah, so it'd be hard to put Bama if they have two losses and they just lost. It'd be hard to put them in play. So you could like take unless, out your, unless they were like two and like yeah. the fifth team was yeah like a cusp team. Yeah. So if Bama somehow gets up to two by the SEC championship, I can see both of them in it still. And if they if Georgia beats them in the SEC championship game. Bama gets pushed to like four, four. and then they, they play, play again. Yeah, <laughs> crazy SEC that Georgia Bama shit crazy. I, I can't wait for that game, assuming it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati at three is like what? Cincinnati? Yeah, I've never seen them in the top four. Just came from there. Cincinnati lit. Must be. Uh, that city is right now. They Cincinnati has beaten some ranked teams. They deserve to be where they're at. Iowa deserves to be where they're at. OU does not, but. It's it's getting it's getting wild out here in college football land, and I know people say like they like NFL more because no, they, I can they, see why people like college. They like the uh, Saturday night the was, top was crazy. They like the top level talent in football, but come on, give me the the student sections and the rivalry games that have so much implication on the season, or even in Texas A and M's case, it doesn't. They just beat Bama though, so you feel like your season's golden. And Jimbo Fisher probably signing a ten-year contract. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't. I forgot about that. You beat Bama. That's your your coach for life now. The interview that was played, like he was interviewed at, I don't know, some event where he was, you know, he had to give out some good lines for some good one-liners for the people that donate money toward the school. And one of them was someone asked him um, something about. I bet you can't wait for Saban to retire. Or do you think you'll be able to beat Bama while Saban's there? And he said, oh, we're going we're gonna to kick him. No, yeah, he was like, I bet you can't wait for Saban to retire so you can you can beat Bama or something. He's like, no, we're going to kick his ass while he's there. And that interview was, like, played on, um, on TV all Saturday. Mm. It's leading up to the game. Oh, shit. And then he actually beat his ass. Well, it looked like an ass beat, and then Bama came back. Yeah. Made it interesting. If you watched the game, it was an ass beating. The final score doesn't tell the story. But, hey, 
halfway through the season. Hit me with the top. It's been crazy. Hit so me far. with the top ten. Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Bama, top five. Then six, we got Ohio State. We got a fucking Big Ten run here. Six, Ohio State. Seven, Penn State. Eight, Michigan. They're undefeated. Nine, Oregon. How about that? How about uh, Jim Harbaugh? Like, that's getting swept Michi- under the radar so hard. Michigan fans were on, on standing on, on the ledge last year, they, and they wanted Jim Jim Harbaugh to be fired. But then they gave Jim Harbaugh an extension. And now, look, he's undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, so, yes, nine, Oregon, and then ten, Michigan State. Like, that's – they're known as a basketball school. And they're also well, undefeated. And so is Kentucky. Kentucky's undefeated, too. Kentucky's undefeated. They played Georgia this weekend. That's on my games to watch this this upcoming Saturday. Can you imagine? No, Kentucky, there's, there's beat, no Kentucky beats Georgia. There's weird. no way. It's a shit show. <laughs> it's a shit show at that point. That would be like uh, <laughs> No, would it be like uh, Auburn beating Bama? Or, sorry, a and because um, A&M is more of a football school. Kentucky is not a football school. I'm getting goosebumps Whoa. thinking about Kentucky beating Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Iowa at number one. When the fuck has Iowa been one anything besides corn jacket? Um, and then 12, 12, Oklahoma State, 13, Ole Miss, 14, Notre Dame. This is where we start snoozing. Told you only top 15 matters. And then Coastal Carolina been hovering around that middle of the pack ranking all season. But what else we got for to this week? Uh, Kentucky, Georgia. I all eyes on that one. I don't know where college game day is going to be. I'll look it up real quick. And then uh, Iowa's playing Purdue. Big Ten, I don't know. We saw Purdue beat Ohio State that one year when they were ranked in the top five. So that's why I was like, I don't know if Iowa's is it. You know, they were losing pretty bad to us before our QB went down. So they're all vulnerable. And I think Iowa – they got us tough. They got to keep week by week. They got to beat teams. And then Oklahoma State versus Texas. Can Texas rebound against Oklahoma and then beat another rank, try to beat another ranked team? It's going to be tough. Yeah, but I think Oklahoma State is looking at that game and they're going to, I think they're going to beat Texas, man. I tr- Texas, I tried last week, man. I, I said y'all going to beat Oklahoma. Y'all let me the fuck down hard. But uh, college game day is in Athens for Kentucky. Okay. They're going back. They were just there for uh, the Arkansas game. So they're living in Austin, Texas. But yeah. But uh, one last thought about Mississippi State because they're playing Bama this week. So I'm saying uh, they might go into their game against Bama thinking that they can win since they just beat Texas A&M, who just beat Bama. But Mississippi State fans, you're getting wiped. Yeah, <laughs> Saban and Bama might put up fucking. <laughs> I don't know what Saban got them boys doing right now, but don't get caught. It's probably illegal. Don't get caught, Saban. <laughs> All right, so we just talked college football. I know we got some voicemails from Tam U listeners, Kyle, Holden. They were there at the game. I asked them to call in. Holden said he already called in before I even asked. So let's start with uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. You know where this might be going. Let's. Oops. Oops. All right. Birmingham. What's up? This is Dunn Collins calling in from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm. Um, Love it. You know, uh, we had a tough weekend this weekend, but we made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes in the game. 
and uh, we're going to come back to head tie. We're going to um, make it to the SEC championship. We're going to beat the dogs and win it all again. We're the Alabama Crimson Tide, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just calling to say, roll tide, baby. I mean, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, this this just a fan, just being a fan of that team, and being, being able to have that confidence yeah. is must be nice. He's like, this season's like, that's what we do. We're Bama. Detroit. Hey, Drew. Drew. And Dunn. It's the Drew and Dunn Show. What's up, man? It's Ewok. Hey, I just tell my boy Dunn that I just got invited to go to L.A. next year for IMDA, which is the international model uh, talent and audition agency over in L.A. in January. They probably go for what it means, all of that kind of stuff, man. But good things coming next year, man. All's up. Hey, you cute? He an FAU guy? All's up. I don't know. Why would he say all's up? Maybe I'm fake, but maybe he just thinks I go or knows I'm from FAU. I, rem- I know the name. Shout out Eric Walker. Um, he's, a, he's a big oh. responder in our text community. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to know more about that modeling opportunity. Hit me up. Hello, it is Angelo Donadio from Charlotte, North Carolina. I wanted to start my call by apologizing for last week's call. I'm sorry, Andy, I disappointed you in the tone of my voice. I will no longer do that ever again. I'm kidding, but it's been a great week. I'm over the Dolphins, you know what? So what, we're bad. We're always bad. It's not going to change. That's why this year, for the rest of the season, I'll be rooting for the Cardinals. (laughs) On top of that, I've had this uh, sort of long-standing beef with Bando over Lamar Jackson not being top ten. Damn well, here. after last night, I have to apologize to Bando and to Lamar Jackson. He is definitely top ten, maybe even top five. But I'll still talk shit because every single time I talk shit, he does really fucking well, does something crazy stupid. So maybe I'm his good luck charm. <clears throat> anyway, hope you guys have a great pod. Love you. Bye. Our, uh, our, our community is fucking as hell. He really loves He's taking ownership of the takes. Love it. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's okay to to, to have been wrong. Or you you were right in the past. We were right. Lamar Jackson. He didn't have the he didn't have the accuracy. And I went. Eh, I think he's still top ten. Like if you need a weapon, he's just a weapon at quarterback. They haven't really figured him out yet. But right now, he's like top three. He's top three. No quarterback has ever done what he did last night. And not only that, he they saw a graphic where they were showing us, you know, team total yards. Lamar Jackson is like middle of the pack, like thirteen or fourteen, has more yards by himself than like that, that's half the league. Yeah, half the league. Half the league teams. Total yards. <laughs> On his own. Crazy. Passing and running. Crazy. Lamar Jackson. Yo, Andy, um, so I have a question for you. All right. How Bye. would you introduce Eric into AEW? What would be his theme song? How would you book him? Who would be his first feud? What would be his character? Love y'all. Who's this? I don't know. Uh, I would think it would be John Michael. It kind of sounds like him, but this is a call from Sherman, Texas. Why he's, he's making Tony Conrad. Right yeah. Now. How would I... Uh, well, his first rivalry would be with MJF, 
because, <laughs> because of their Twitter beef and um, that'd be a good callback. Yeah, it would be. Um, he would be a uh, would he be a face? Oh, he'd have to be a face because MJF is a heel, so he'd be a face. Um, would he be Rev? Yeah, he'd probably Reverend Dunn would probably be his thing. <laughs> Maybe he'd come out to, like, church music. <laughs> but that would be heelish. Gospel trap. Yeah. Oh, that would be kind of... That would be face. He came up to gospel trap. That would be funny. And good. So that's how I would book him. Um, he'd, he'd have to take the L. MJF would have to go over. Um, but the rivalry could start. But maybe he'd, he'd beat Wardlow. He'd probably beat Wardlow. Um, would it finish our move? Um, come blaster <laughs> come blaster okay <laughs> she's coming in the outside ah, ah, he's rolling on the ground uh, oh shit I don't know if I'm jumping off ropes yeah <laughs> cause Miro doesn't really he's big as shit he has his arm and shit but he is athletic yeah you're tearing something yeah I would I don't know what my finishing move would be. Maybe I just trip somebody. Trip. <laughs> Ouch. Oops. Please leave your message for Andrew Willis. That was fucking dope. Dope. Me, Cody, aka Bodie, on the Discord. Uh, uh, I know you're trying to guess that five two zero. It's Wyoming. Jk. Uh, a couple things. Cardinals, Super Bowl champions. Calling it right now. That's no. Raiders getting rid of Gruden for uh, taking some. See you next Tuesday. Words to some females and email. Uh, he's gone for sure. Very thank you for the rest of the year. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. Uh, keep up the great work. Love the podcast. The Discord is amazing. Everyone in there is beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, that's all I got. Thank you guys. Thank you. Hey, y'all already know who it is. It's your boy, Skinny Penis. Anyways, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, I was watching Justin Herbert play the game of his career, and I was just kind of curious. Do y'all think he's an MVP contender after winning Rookie of the Year, or is that just me? Um, I guess he's kind of got a battle with Lamar after last night's game. Uh, I was just curious, you know. I don't know. What y'all think about that? Uh, I hope you guys have a great podcast, and uh, oh I love you both so much. So I can't wait to see you, uh, uh, Eric. <laughs> hey, y'all. Where did this accent come? I don't know. Man, switched up mid-call. Who's, uh, is there anyone else that's in the combo with Herbert and Lamar? Uh, Dak? Maybe. They... I mean, if you say Herbert, Josh you Allen. have to say... Oh, Josh Allen isn't having the same year he had last year, so I would still put Herbert and Lamar above him. I would too. I just how about oh Kyler? Kyler. No, really? They're undefeated. They are, but but what separates what separates him from the other like three is that the interceptions. He's not as efficient as the other three. Kyler sometimes just throws that bitch up. Yeah. 
He's an AJ Green guy. <laughs> John and Drew, what's up? Holden. Holden. Um, Holden. I just want to call in just to say that like Alabama is honestly kind of trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, Tamu gang. The game was insane. We were there. Me, Kyle, and Cam. We stormed the field. But we got to do that in the uh, the LSU game. We went to seven overtimes. But this one was different. I don't know. This, Even though me and Cameron were debating it, this one honestly felt more special than the 7 AC game, in my opinion. But it was awesome because we were, we were up the whole time just about, you know, we were drunk going into the game. Yeah. So we were just, like, hyped as fuck from the beginning of the game, the whole game. Awesome, yeah. I'm still kind of recovering. <laughs> like, that was awesome. How about the Cowboys? Andrew, that NFC East pick is a lot. Thank you. Um... And yeah, sorry about the Jags. Love y'all. Don't need that. Don't at all. <laughs> that's that's good. I can't imagine. I that's what that's part of the reason. Like, like when I went to FAU, I was like, this is the only thing that's missing is football culture. Like I love football too much to be at a college that has no tailgating, empty stands, and a team that doesn't win shit. So well, we seeing, so seeing like games like Texas, Bama, Georgia, Kentucky. Penn State, Iowa, shit like that. Full stadiums, we primetime need, coverage. We need, we need to go to one of those. Primetime coverage. It's, it's. I'd I love. I wish I could have experienced that we for should, five years in college. We should start now. Which is why I go to them now. <laughs> I want to go to and experience that. Which is why we're going to be at Florida Georgia. Do you think? Do you think? You know, this this new sponsor S, get us. It's called Mass. <laughs> Surely we can get tickets to a college football playoff game, maybe? You think? I believe I could. Oh, shit. Could. What? Nothing. Okay. You surprised, shocked, in a bad or good way. I'm not sure. That's why I asked. Um, yeah, Andy, you're behind. I've been to college football playoff game and to the state wideout game. I need it all. I need more. I need to go to SEC game. I need to go to Georgia, Bama, fucking SEC championship. We should go to that. Yeah, that's what I want to go to. That would be amazing. I'm going to go to the championship. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's our next move. We need to get to Bama, Georgia, SEC championship. Where is it going to be, Atlanta? Yeah. Should be. Mercedes-Benz. Yo, guys. How about them fucking Ravens? Very pumped, stoked on last night's win. But I wanted to call in. Uh, I want to get your guys' take on the super early college playoff uh, rankings. Because I've tried doing this with a couple friends, and we have no idea who's going to get in. So uh, I'd love to see what you guys are going to say about it. Um, yeah, and I hope Penn State can get back in. That's a fucking bullshit loss. If Clifford doesn't get injured, we don't lose. But whatever. Still not over it. But fuck Iowa. Uh, see you later, guys. So he's oh, looking for an early. I thought he was going to give us his teams. Yeah, that would help. He's looking for an early top four prediction. That's actually kind of fun. What would you say? Georgia. One? Yeah. Georgia won. So they beat Bama. Bama four. 
Cincinnati. I think they stay undefeated and win their conference because their conference is shit. Give me and there's no there's no uh, conference game in their conference. There's no like two sides of their division. It's just straight up win. Bama won. Three and they have one ranked team up on the schedule. So if they went out, they're going to be in. Bama won. What the fuck, bro? You can probably hear that on the mic. I don't think they could. I knew you were going to do that when you leaned. I lean all the time. Not like that. <laughs> I felt the floor shake. Well, good. I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Give me a team. Okay. Bama, Cincy, mm. Georgia, Penn Pe- State. Wow. Yeah. Penn State. Fuck, bro. Calm down. We have a candle here. It's going to soak it up. Um. Anyway, I don't think Penn State gets there. I said Ohio State because I think we lose to them in Columbus. Because I don't, I don't know Sean Clifford's stats. What's up, Dunn and Drew? Oh. This is James, <laughs> uh, State Arkansas. Called a week or two ago for the Hawks, played Georgia. And you didn't put my comment on the podcast, which is fine, uh, because it would have been embarrassing. But uh, tough losses a couple weeks in a row, but watch for them this Saturday in Fayetteville. Playing against Auburn, Bo Nix is garbage, and uh, Hogs by 90, baby. The Hogs. <laughs> Who's he talking about? Arkansas. Oh. They, they're they not – y'all aren't going to the playoff anymore. Y'all have too many losses. Remember when we went down Arkansas schedule? They had like four ranked teams in a row. They beat Texas A&M, then they lost their next one. That's right. just one. Um, but no, Arkansas, you're done. You're gonna get to a uh, bowl game, but you're not. You're not going for that. But y'all have y'all have had a great season so far, so respect there. The Braves advance to the NLCS, right? Is it the correct terminology? I hope. I do too. But you're safe. Yep. What's up? It's Liz. Uh, just wanted to brag a little bit about the Astros. Uh, three outs away from being the fifth team to. Ever make it to, or sorry, fuck. <laughs> Three outs away from being the third team to ever make it to five straight championship series. Uh, Cowboys are five and one. And my question for y'all is do y'all think there's a team more complete than the Cowboys this year, offense and defense? Bye. I mean, with Parsons playing gr- good as a rookie. And then you also have Diggs, who was probably Defensive Rookie of the Year. He has six picks, five games. Six picks, five games. Never heard of you. Heard of it? Haven't heard of it. Haven't heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, where did he come from? Don't know. Uh, 
But complete team? No, that would be um, obviously. Would be, that would be yeah. yeah that would definitely be. be <laughs> it definitely be the Bills. Yeah. Bills or Rams. Or Rams, yeah. More complete. Yeah. More complete. More complete. Um, man knows we don't give a shit about the Astros, but I guess that was to piss off anybody listening. That yeah. Hates them. <laughs> so everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, boys. This is Colton, your fellow 0-5 sympathizer. Uh, I don't know just getting really hard to watch football week after week. I've never been more defeated as a Lions fan, and I'm counting 0-16. Was going to call to ask who you guys think was going to get the first-round pick for next year between the two of us, but you know what? Who fucking cares? (laughs) Just wanted to call and make sure you guys were still hanging in there all right. Love you, boys. Much love from Denver. Go fucking Broncos, I guess. (laughs) It's probably going to be the Jags. This sucks. Um, But it sucks being Lionsman because there's no quarterback. Is there a quarterback right now that's, like, sticking out above everyone else? Fuck that. We got a quarterback. Give me everything else. No, I don't care about quarterback. I'm talking about Lions fans. Oh. Like for them, golf not it. No, it's got it because their their hope is that if they have the worst, if they have a top two pick, you want to get your quarterback in the future. I don't. There might not be a quarterback. Will Levis, take a shot. Take a fucking shot. If he beats Georgia, take a shot. Yes. Will Levis, baby. Okay. <laughs> it ain't Rattler. That boy ass. But thank you for your uh, sympathetic. Hey, this is Colin calling back from DC. Um, after hearing you guys fail miserably last week and call Xander Bogarts from the short from the Red Sox a short strong strong safety, sorry strong safety, not a shortstop. Um, I want to hear if you guys can name all the field player positions on a baseball field without any help. How many? How many are? There? Oh, I feel like he's on the other one. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me just look at because I might be able to do it. How many baseball positions? Nine. Nine. Hold on. Okay. The teams field a player at nine different positions while the opposing team is at bat. Since it was me who called him a strong safety, I'll go. Good. Can you count? Good. (laughs) All right, ready? Yes. Catcher. Pitcher. Good job. You know, hot you know I know street First base. Second base. Keep going around the mound here, boy. <laughs> Shortstop. Okay. Learn that one. Third base. Three more. Left field. Center field. Right right field? Right field. Is that a thing? I thought it was just called outfield. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Why you the angels? God, you nice. Hold on, let me just make sure it's called right field. Right field, left field, midfield? Shortstop? So I guess there are three in the back, and then the shortstop plays a little ahead of them. That's my guess. Wait. 
There's pitcher, catcher, first base, second base, third base, shortstop, left field, center field, right field. Yep. Yep, you got it. Woo! You said middle, though. I didn't say middle. I said center field. Just so it's waiting for you to Next, going to Ohio, Eric. Great. Same. Somewhere you'll be again this week. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Andy and Eric? This is Will from uh, Ohio, and uh, John Gruden was, well, not fired. He resigned. Basically, you can say he was fired over the weekend for the racist and, and sexist emails and stuff that he sent from, I think, what was it, like 10 years ago or something. But I want to get your guys' thoughts on basically people bringing things up, you know, from 10 years ago or things from the past. I mean, I'm not defending John Gruden at all, what he said in those emails. Um, you know, 10 years ago or now, those are not good things to say. Those are terrible things. But um, I want to know what your thoughts are on people bringing up those things, you know, 10 years after the fact and not bringing them up, you know, when they happen. Because obviously I'm sure John Gruden has grown as a person over the last 10 years and Probably doesn't believe, maybe, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't believe some of the same things that he, that he said 10 years ago, but why bring it up 10 years after the fact when it's clearly being brought up to derail someone's career? I'm not defending John Gruden at all. What he did was terrible, but I mean, what are your thoughts on people bringing things up years after the fact when they should have been brought up at the time? Um, love the show. You guys do, uh, great stuff. Super funny show. Um, love listening to you guys. Uh, and uh, talk to you later. Bye. So they saying when they should have been brought up when it happened, well, they shouldn't have. It was just at the time a private conversation between him and um, Snyder. Snyder. Um, so, but taking that out of the, out of the situation. These, um, were, yeah, these were discovered. The, yeah, these were discovered later in investigation on the football team uh, and and they weren't all 10 years ago like these emails reportedly have been going on up to 2018 just three years ago yeah before he became Raiders head coach so and I guess when he was hired that's when he like settled down <laughs> um, I'm not so I had a I had an argument with someone on Twitter he was acting like I was like, he said, though, some, what's, this, what's the phrase? Cast the first stone, something. He without sin cast, cast the first stone. Nice. Nice. Jesus lover. And I, I told him, I said, I'm not condemning John Gruden to hell. He just can't represent a billion dollar uh, football team. And unfortunately, when things that are brought up, that are, that are brought to light like that, they become a PR nightmare. If I saw John Gruden in person, and we saw a picture of him embracing Carl Nassib, I'm sure, this is tough, because I'm sure I, w I would get along with him great in person, even if he knew I was gay. Like, there would be no beef at all. Yeah. There's no way. And we don't know what his emotions were in that picture, it's just a picture. Just because he's with Carl Nassib doesn't mean that, oh, he's, he's a friend. He loves the gay community. We can only go off what we know. And anybody can, 
anything could come out from the past and people say, oh, it's not me anymore. Everyone's going to say that. Yeah. I'm going to say that when my fucking videos come out. I'm <laughs> say it's faggot and nigger and Jesus all Christ. this racist shit. Because right. my mom was like, oh, you're going to regret some of the things you posted over the years. I'm like, probably not. So unless it like really hurts me. But um, I don't think I'll ever be at a level like John Gruden working, being an NFL coach. So everything. I don't plan to be an NFL coach. So. Uh, <laughs> imagine. But I don't know. This is hard because if you're the owner, you have to fire him. So, but the question is, what's the point of bringing up old shit and judging him on that old shit? Well, the point of judging him on that old shit is because you have to because of the PR shit. But if you're talking, and that's business speak. He is just too high up. He's representing a billion-dollar club and the NFL. So you have to, you can't ignore that. He has to be fired. But if you're talking about as a person, should he be canceled as a person, like deplatformed or whatever? I don't think so. He's not going to. John Gruden's but not going to lose all his friends that he currently has for this. But does does he still have these thoughts? We don't know. We don't know. So it's up to you as the individual to determine whether or not you want to be friends with him or do you want to respect this guy. Um, but Keyshawn got Johnson today said that uh, Gruden's not a good person. And he has experience with the guy because he was a, his coach for a little bit. Um, but, you know. Like, these, are, these are a lot of things that he's done. Like, So there are, other, there are other people that have made stupid remarks that have been like, ah, there's this, the, the sign of the times. He's just a, a victim of the times. You know, he, he's probably progressed. But these are like, these are pretty bad things. These are pretty like explicit written out Yeah, very explicit. Like that I, he had yeah. about Goodell, the players. Even we didn't even mention earlier, like the, he had a strong opposition to the players kneeling and said they should be fired for kneeling. So I don't think that's just a take that... So, <laughs> I don't think that's just a take that you just say, oh, he doesn't believe this anymore. And John Gruden probably still thinks that the kneeling shit was dumb and shit like that. But you know, and, tell that son of a bitch, you're fired. In that's for, for this in for this matter, you're fired. you have you have to fire John Gruden. Like you're not going to be the remaining head coach after those emails were leaked. And like we said, email. I mean, NFL had a shit ton more. More yeah. than what already came out. Their clip was loaded, probably. There was no possible way John Gruden was keeping this job. And regardless of whether they were 10, 8, 5, 3 years ago, you can't be an NFL head coach, have this on record, and keep your job. If you're in another profession, maybe. But NFL head coach, that ain't going to fly. When we're trying to be progressive as shit in all these major leagues. That ain't going to fly. But if he was like... A comedian, an independent comedian who had like Netflix specials, this would fly. They'd get over it. He'd do another special. People wouldn't care anymore. It depends on, I think everything is relative and it depends on what entertainment field you're in. It is so interesting that Netflix, like Netflix has a show where they have a child trans character, which is like super out there. Mm -hmm. Like, there are people that call that child abuse. If you let your child switch their genders, start switching their genders at that age. 
and Netflix is all on board on that. But then they have a uh, Chappelle special where pretty much the whole thing, he's making a case, like he's defending himself for his trans jokes and uh, their petitions to take the special off by the pro-trans <coughs> community. But the special makes a ton of money. So it's funny who gets a pass and who doesn't. Yeah. Um, when it comes to John Gruden, he's not like the Raiders. He's not Bill Belichick. That would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Belichick on the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting if, if Gruden had a Super Bowl ring in the last four years. What would happen if he was like directly making a bunch of money for the club? Yeah. No, no two instances that happen. But they're also different. Ch- Chappelle is a comedian. And, you know, comedians do are on the other side of the line where they're allowed to make, you know, they have the benefit of the doubt. And he's Dave comedian. Chappelle. Like, we know, we, we know what kind of comedy he's given us. So, uh, And he, was, he isn't using slurs and being demeaning toward people. Right. Gruden was literally doing that. Dave Chappelle equally makes fun of everybody. Like, he makes fun of his own people. I think every situation is going to be different, and it always has been, from, like, look at Chris D'Elia. This guy left the face of the earth for a year, and now he's posting again. And that was after <laughs> being called a... Was it predator? Pedophile? For, like, grooming teenage girls and shit like but that. But he took a year off, so he's back. And he took a year off, and he's back now. Dobrik took a year off. He's back. He's back. You need a year. Gruden, wait a year. Shot Khan will hire you next coach of Jacks. So to your point, caller, old shit will come up all the time. From here for the rest of the time we have internet, old shit's going to come out on who? We don't know yet, but old shit's going to come out eventually. And how that's dealt with will be dependent upon the person. And context matters. Next. Yo, Dunn and Drew, what's up, guys? Okay, so I wanted to um, ask you guys what you guys think about um, the John Gruden thing. And oh um, I also wanted to say, how about them Cowboys? Um, this is Zoe from New York. I used to live in Orlando. That's why the number is an Orlando number. But yeah, anyway, um, have a great show. Love you guys. And Eric, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get very, very emotional or very, like, passionate. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say what I said to you. You know, you know, it's between us. But yeah, have a great pod. Have a great night. Love you guys. What's his name? Uh, I didn't catch it. Bordeaux. Zoe. 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 Yeah. Want to explain what he's talking about? Uh, well, he said he wants to keep it between us, so no. Okay. I will, I'll respect his. Interesting. What's the occurred in the DMs? Community. <laughs> oh, interesting. Community text. He reached out to me after an episode. One of them. <laughs> Love you, Zoe. He said, he said, had a good show. Have a good show today. So. Well, He's still real. Let's talk about it after. Yeah. Right. It's nothing big. It's just an opinion. Don and Drew. Jackson here from the Fantasy League. Eric, you already know what I'm going to say. Good game this week, buddy. Your team had a bit of an off week, though. <laughs> the playoffs. Slight, slightly Let's off. get it. All right, boys. Have a good pod. See y'all later. It has been refreshing to not hear you talk about your fantasy team this week. I'm glad. I did. finally caught it out. <laughs> Thank God. You were way too high. I was. And I will be anytime I win. But I took my L. 
and I shut the fuck up. I was also in Vegas. So. Two. <laughs> what up? It's Ryan from the desert of San Angelo, Texas, and I have three things to say. All right, I'm going to start off with, even though UT lost the game, OU loses every day because they live in Oklahoma. Uh, two, how about them Cowboys? And three, currently the score to the Houston Astros game is 10 to 1, bottom of the ninth. And let me just say, the Astros are going to kill everyone this year. All right? Get out of here with Chicago saying, oh, they can only hit in Houston because they're still cheating. Yeah, we put up 10 in your place. We are smoking on that Chicago pack tonight. Go into the ALCS. Let's go. Anyway, this is Ryan Scalette. Uh, we oh. calling from San Angelo, Texas. Uh, there is no where button, but feel free to hit that. No, this is how he ended. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I love that passion. I mean, is I feel like he's way more passionate about the Astros than Astros. he is with Cowboys. Well, I think a lot of Astros fans are very passionate right now because they're like, "Hey, we're doing this without cheating." Yeah, you guys shat on us, tried to take everything from us. Now we're gonna fuck you without cheating. So, hold my cock. Well, they got the Red Sox. It's going to be a good series, apparently. Yeah, the Red Sox got one of the best records in baseball. Yeah, the Red Sox just beat my Rays, and my Rays were poised to repeat as ALCS champs. Very sorry to hear that. Yes, thank you. That was tough last night. Yeah, I love that passion. Ska, what else to say? Cowboys, yep, Cowboys. Uh, Texas. Texas. Oklahoma. Y'all live in Oklahoma, sorry. Great take. Great passion. Okay, this is take two. I don't know if you guys are going to play the first one, but this is take two. Um, this is Zoe from New York, upstate New York. So I wanted to ask you guys about the John Gooden situation because um, I just saw on Instagram that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers removed his name from the Ring of Honor. And yesterday, like during the during the Monday night game, he resigned as the coach of the Raiders. So I just wanted to get your thoughts because I know there is a couple of Raiders fans in your guys' community and I know they're probably going to call in the podcast, but I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts on that. And um, about the Jaguars, they're own 5 right now. Do you guys think that Urban Meyer will make it to the rest of the season or not? And my final um, take is, uh, what do you guys have in the NBA Finals? Because the NBA season is about to come around. I know. Okay. So, I don't know. But... Urban, so Khan has a history of letting coaches finish out. So for some reason, I feel like Urban finishes out. I think Khan would be just too embarrassed to fire him before the season's over. Unless Urban quits. Yeah, it's either going to be uh, Urban quits or the man finishes out. Career. But I don't think he's here after the season. Which, we're on another head coach search, once again. Who's going to coach Trevor? Who's going to turn his team around? We thought it was going to be urban, new culture, but I mean, that ain't the case. I heard some rumblings. Oh, it's true. One side. Double scoop. One side. Double scoop. 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 Goodbye, screen. <laughs> that Trevor isn't too pleased with their mind. He shouldn't be. They he fucking shouldn't be. Because I remember them talking about didn't Urban say something about he's not comfortable running and then Trevor came out and said, we don't even practice that shit? Some shit, some shit like that? Well, 
they were asked why they didn't quarterback sneak it on the goal line. And Urban said, well, we haven't practiced that. Still no charge comfortable with that yet. And Trevor was asked it in the presser that came up right after Urban. He said, yeah, I'm comfortable with it. We, we, we practice it. So. They were on the same page. They're not on the same page. And then the Urban thing last week where he kind of talked about Trevor going to Vegas. When he was yeah, like that was defending himself. That was had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, he was getting married. <laughs> um, so, also, uh, the John Gruden Ring of Honor thing. Andy told me about that before the pod, and I was like, "Oh, makes sense." And he was the only. He was the first. Uh, yeah, he gave. He got the Bucks their only Super Bowl ring before Brady got there. So. That is a big deal for them to remove him out of there. It's kind of like the Joe Paterno thing where they took down his statue and that was a little more because these were emails and he actually was like part of this whole thing. But they like vacated those wins, championships, took down a statue. So shit happens, man. Shit happens. So I don't blame the Bucks for doing that. And what do you think? So you, you they, think they don't they don't want that. It's a stain now, like in in their franchise's history, for this to come out about John Gruden because, like we said several times already, the things he wrote in that shit, and there's way more, there's there's way more that he that wasn't released yet. But the things he did say, bro, you can't say that shit. I like I said, he hit every community, royal flush of insults, um, the kneeling, homophobia, sexism. Racial tropes. Tropes. Man had it all. Um, NBA Finals predictions? Lakers Nets. They're all healthy. Lakers. Well, Lakers aren't going to be all healthy, so I don't think I'd take them. I just don't. Lakers aren't going to be healthy. Would love to see the Nuggets in there. I can also see the Bucks repeating. Because Kyrie, is Kyrie going to play? Did you see that today? Yeah. Then ain't got Patty Mills. They'll be all right. Don't sleep on him. He's I can see the Bucks repeating and I can see the Bucks playing They don't need Kyrie. The Nuggets or something. If Nets have all so Nets lost all three of their stars last year. Uh they had Durant. Durant was trying to oh, yeah, carry they, himself. They, he did have to try. He had him and Joe Harris had to carry that shit. And they were up two zero on the Bucks. I don't know if that should happen. Good job, Giannis, by the way. Looking forward to seeing you out there again. Anyway, Nets. East favorites for sure, um, but I would like to see Nuggets. Nuggets have a good ass team, and I need Jokic to get to a finals. So that's my it's my NBA take, Zoe. Hey, what up? It's Hunter from Texas. Um, NFL season's basically over. You know, I'm sure you feel the same way. So on the on the baseball playoffs, MLB playoffs. Astros. Is everyone an Astros fan? They beat the shit out of the White Sox. They advanced to the ALCS. Going to beat the shit out of the Boston Red Sox next and then go to the World Series. Um, <laughs> so confident. Okay, why well, don't do NBA starts in a couple weeks, the 19th. Rockets. Um, Rockets aren't going to go to the playoffs. I don't see that happening. Duh. But I'll give a little prediction that Jalen Green will win Rookie of the Year. Love you guys. Okay. Good luck on the rest of the pod. <laughs> Peace. Yo, this is Peter from Ohio. Love you too, honey. Just calling real quick. Fuck you, Peter. Uh, I just had a quick question for you boys. I wanted to hear your opinion. 
Um, I'm sure you know about the uh, horrible pass interference call during the Browns game on Sunday. Yeah, sure. Which ultimately cost us a game. Even though, to be fair, we did have a couple chances to win it after that. But I was just wondering what you guys think about like the whole thing in general. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that they should bring back being able to challenge it? Or are you more on the side where it's like, it's part of the game, it's human error happens, and you just got to leave it up to what the ref decides? What's he talking uh, about? That's pretty pass much interference. it. I think with pass, Talk to you boys later. I think with pass interference, they should be able, I, I actually think they should be able to review it, but the review should come from the, they should have like another guy in the sky, someone who's not on the field, subject to the crowd noise and the crowd reaction. I think they go to New York for automatic reviews sometimes. I think if you're going to review pass interference or all reviews should be reviewed by this anonymous, like this anonymous guy who's in New York who's watching all the, who's watching your game specifically because you can see it so much on TV. Um, that's why I think and I think pass interference. Oh Jesus Christ! That was grosser than mine. You almost died in here. <laughs> yes, I think I think because it's such a ticky tack. Like that could because in the NFL, when you throw a pass interference flag, that could be the difference between like seventy yards. So I think that needs to be reviewable. And if it was college, no, not reviewable. It's only like what twenty five, twenty. Yeah. So is it, I think is it's it such a spot foul sometimes. It's always a spot foul. Pass interference. Yeah, wherever it is is where the play is. Unfortunately, that would slow the game down so much more too if they review. But it's such an important like it can be a seventy-yard play. You need to review a seventy-yard play to make if you need to be able to challenge. They do that shit for holding too. There's holding on every fucking play. It's big three hundred pound guys. And while I think holding should only be like five yards, it's only ten. Or, yeah, I think it's time. But also, like, those could be long plays, too. The holding plays. Oh, that it calls back a long yeah. play? Yeah. Well, shit. I'm just saying, like, there's... Well, and there are tons of plays where holding actually isn't a thing. It actually didn't happen. The ref threw a flag anyway. So maybe, yeah, sure, those are reviewable. But the coaches only have three challenges, so it's not going to slow, slow the game down that much. There's a ton of holding calls, so use your challenges wisely. There's so many holding holding, calls. I think holding and pass interference should be challenged. These humans are making mistakes. Yeah, they do. We're going to have robot refs soon. Please. Algorithm robots. Algorithm. (laughs) Fuck, we got a lot of voicemails left. Are you hating them? Are we we good there? Should be. Then look at the time. Yo, what's up, Dan and Drew? It's Bryce from Ohio, and I just want to apologize up front, but I have to Ravens. rave about my Ravens because that game took about nine years off of my life. It was a train wreck in the beginning. The defense couldn't stop you running nose. Our offense could do absolutely nothing, and it stayed like that until the last two minutes of the third quarter. When we were down 3-22, to 22, I honestly thought it was over. But then all of a sudden, our offense finally came yeah. back alive. The defense woke up a little bit. The third best tight end in the league. Mark Andrews came up clutch for us with 11 receptions, 147 yards, two touchdowns, and two extra points. He's had a slow start to the year, but he finally came ready last night and showed out. 
and it's been awesome to see Hollywood Brown start to become the receiver we thought he would be when we drafted him. Aside from the Lions game, uh, he's had a huge impact on our team. And last night's nine receptions, 125 yards, and two touchdowns was no different. And then Lamar, my God. Aside from a fumble, yeah, can't talk. Aside from the fumble at the one yard line, he was absolutely amazing. He went 37 for 43 passing. That was an 86% completion rate. He had 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and 62 rushing yards. It was an amazing performance to seal the comeback. He had 355 passing yards in the second half in overtime alone. <laughs> now, I remember calling after we talked about it. <laughs> I said, he still needs to become more consistent. So but last night, I feel like we got a show of what it looks like when he is on with his consistency. Because that was crazy. And now, is he going to keep having 400-plus games all the time? No. But it's just awesome to see his progression come along, and he keeps proving people wrong. The one thing I love about Lamar is how many haters he had coming out of college, saying he was a running back, saying he needed to change to receiver because he couldn't throw. And although he's had his fair share of struggles in the first few seasons, now he's proving everybody wrong. He just wants to do it with his play on the field. He just wants to win, and I'm so glad he's wearing purple and gold. At this point, saying he can't throw or he's a running back doesn't even bother us Ravens fans anymore because we know what we got in our QB, and the whole league knows it too. He's just got to keep it going, and I think he will because he wants it so bad. So, again, sorry for the long rave. Have a great rest of the pod. I just had to come on and just share about my excitement for the Ravens this, uh, this game. And we let you have the floor there. We already talked on this. And we even called you and shouted you out. Yeah. So <laughs> hope you enjoyed your the floor there. Um, it was well-deserved. It's a great game, great quarterback. You uh, have a bright, bright near future. You're loyal. You'd be calling in every week about Ravens games. You're 14 and 1. You still be calling. That was just. What's up, Dunn and Drew? This is Killian calling from Alaska. Whoa! I've been calling for a while. I've been a listener for years since you guys, you know, had your old episodes up and everything. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to, you know, give you guys a little take. I think that the Chargers are going to win the uh, AFC, and I definitely believe that the Cardinals have a good chance, but I also think that the Rams are probably going to be the ones in the NFC, and I think that they will get a Super Bowl, the Rams will. Anyway, love your stuff, guys. Really appreciate all you guys have done, and I will talk to you all later. Alaska. That's a new one, and I am very intrigued with your entire life. What do you do on a daily basis? What's it look like now? How cold is it? Like, okay, I'm going to go to our listener count. Let's see where Alaska is on the map. You are 49. So you are representing the fewer than 1% amount of people that listen to our podcast. You are either, you are either from Wasilla or Anchorage. He's from Wasilla. He said that. Well, I, I just remember talking with him in the community when we first like set it up because it tells us their location. So it said Alaska. I was like, give me a little combo. I'd have to find it. 
but um, kidding. So our apps, our app is telling us you're. So if you're from Wasilla, get with the guy that's or girl that's from Anchorage. We have a listener in Wasilla and a listener in Anchorage in Alaska. Yep, Wasilla, twenty-three years old. That's funny. Although I want to see what our first combos were about Alaska. Scrolling up. God damn, never mind. I don't think because I forgot he's in the Dun & Drew community, so we said a lot over the past year plus. But go to the next one. Oh, the next one. So. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of scrolling. Yo. It's Beck. I didn't let it. You know what it is. Nothing new. Nothing new. Just calling about the Eagles. Y'all seen what we did. A Carolina. No. Who cares? Christian McCaffrey hurt. Who fucking cares? Who you are? <laughs> Y'all ain't eat shit up. <laughs> um, that's really all I got to say for this week. Fly Eagles fly. All right. So Christian still ain't back? He's supposed to be back next week, but yeah. Eagles, yeah. Eagles should have lost that one. They scraped by and kill shit. What's up, guys? Anthony uh, called in last week. Uh, just wanted to say the show has been awesome as always. And a uh, quick question for you guys. I have to do some NFL talk. Uh, what do you think has been the more uh, shocking outcome, I guess, so far this season? Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs not playing as well as everyone thought they would or the Ravens uh, co- coming out here and having a good record so far being 4-1? Let me know what you guys think. From those two options, Raven, give me Ravens. Um, yeah, Ravens more shocking. But we, uh, after all those injuries, I thought they were done, especially because we all still had our Lamar Jackson takes. But he's, like Bryce said, proving everybody wrong right now. Chiefs, we kind of predicted them to have a lot of wins, though, in our over-unders. So this defense... I think I'm more shocked that their offense isn't keeping up with other teams. But Ravens is more more shocking for sure. After all this shit that happened preseason. What's up? Uh, it's Anthony again from Indianapolis. Literally just left the voicemail. Uh, another quick question. Uh, say, kind of have to do a Toon Squad and uh, Space Jam. Say the Monstars are about to come to Earth and take over. And the only way we can win and make them go away is if we play them in a basketball game. Who would be your five players that you would have to suit up for the game? Let me know. We're only four. before. Why? There's four on, five on the court. Are we playing? Wait. Wait, he said Monstars. Oh, he's saying, who would the Monstars be that we play against? No, I think he's saying, who would we put up against the Monstars? Oh. Who would your five be? Oh, what she said all time. I got to pick current players. Give me uh He's just basically pick the best players. I'm going to do it different. Okay. It's, it's a movie, you know? Still gonna, we're going to win regardless, so I'm going to play uh, with my favorite players. Give me Kawhi. Give me Patty Mills. Oh. Give me Patty Mills. Give me um mm, I don't I ain't playing with LeBron or Durant. Fuck both of them. Oh Luca. Playing with Luca. Oh, 
Luka, Patty, Jokic, uh, Giannis. Oh, that'd be oh, Luka to Giannis. Fill out the monster, man. <laughs> One more. I need like a. I need like a three. Yeah, Durant. Who the fuck out of fucking NBA? Devin Booker. That's your three. That's my five. That's a, he's your three. Yeah, he's my three. Okay. Hey, it's 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 a hypothetical. Yeah, that's just we're they're destroying her. I'm in I'm in a movie and we're winning anyway. If the writers let us. That's a no. That's a solid squad. <laughs> That squad isn't winning. Hey, boys. Somebody said. Oh, <laughs> boy. Just calling to see, um, is Eric going to make some better fucking picks this week for college football that are actual locks? Or is Alec? Are you about to tell me some sloppy shit like Purdue as a lock? <laughs> Come on, Eric. Come on. We can't be having that crap, man. Do better. Be better. Anyways, Andy, you're still killing it. <laughs> what, am I, what am I killing it in? Be specific. You're still killing it. Uh, appreciate it, though. Hey, man. When you asked me those picks last week, I was like, I don't know why you're asking me. I gave you two losers. Oh, that was Alec? Was I good on mine? I don't know. Must have been. You're killing it. Love to run that tape back. But yeah, what are you, what are you doing picking Purdue after I said that shit? I know, you, I know you didn't pick that shit. You probably just watched that bit happen. But... Why, why we had to go out of this episode with me getting roasted? Guess that's the way it had to be. Hey, sounds like that's our show. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Share the show with your parents, friends, enemies. Rate review us on Apple Podcasts so we can read that shit on the episode. Watch this shit, youtube.com slash Drew. Hella Gruden takes. Um, also, get in that Patreon. We got some juice for you. Patreon.com slash Drew. Until next time, this has been Dunn and Drew, baby. It's football season, motherfucker. And baseball. And hockey. God damn. Get cozy.